Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows hey what's up guys from wrestle cast radio this is umberto carrillo wwe superstar you are listening to wrestle cast radio el latino está en la casa baby welcome to wrestle cast radio hello there this is the aerial assassin will osprey coming from you live from the tokyo dome in japan and you are listening to wrestle cast radio what's going on this is the man of the hour leo rush the 24-year-old piece of gold himself, and you are officially listening to Russell Cast Radio. Get down, get down. Oh, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live, right here on the Russell Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy Tuco, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Oh, that time. And you played it off so well without murdering me. 
You were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense to go up to that. Where in your mind you're like, that mother. It was like, it was like Rick Ross being had on Dynamite last week. Six out of 24 shows left <laughs> in my two-month journey to get caught up on stardom. And I'm, about, I'm at the home stretch. And then so I went and uh, found the event poster and printed it at my work. <laughs> I like, oh, I saw it because you put it on Snapchat like two hours later. I'm like, oh, that's a fuck you. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I just, I was. That's honestly, not bad. I honestly, I was like, I don't know what to do or say. It was like Randy Orton <laughs> holding up the titles as we pressed play to a pay-per-view we purchased. Coming up after overnight. We, that 12-hour overnight. <laughs> no, I just, I figured since I was like, well, since I already know, you know, let me let me go see what the the event because I I've enjoyed printing you know kind of like I have the Nakajima Goshiyazaki and then the uh, yeah. the Kano Nakajima I like having these this, I like having artwork in my place now and um, you know, yeah no for real it's really cool how much does that run by the way um cost me about ten bucks to do the print with my discount and then it's buying the frame so I'm bucks, gonna have to twenty bucks something like that wow but it's, I mean it's, it's Dope though, because like I, you know, I go and look for the poster for the for the event, and I mean, this yeah. poster is incredible. It's just a two faces, it's amazing. The accomplishment, the date, what it is, the title in the background. I said, oh, I'm, let's get you know, get into it. Like, if you're not into this, yeah, you don't have a pulse. Oh, I'm pumped. <laughs> I really am. Pumped. Um, the show kicks off in less than four hours. One one twenty a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time is when the pre-show rumble starts. Uh, 2 a.m. Central Time is when the actual pay-per-view starts. Um, you can order it. Are they going to have the uh, Rumble on their YouTube channel, Ryan? Uh, I don't – I'm not positive. I know – so if you go to the We Are Stardom Twitter, um, you can go to yeah. plive.jp, and there's a link to buy it. Um, starts 3 a.m. Eastern in the U.S., so 2 a.m. Central. Pre-show Stardom Rumble begins 40 minutes prior to the show. Order here. 4,400 yen, which translates to about 40 bucks uh, American currency for the pay-per-view. Um, oh, nice. I will tell you this. Uh, if I can't get a 100% perfect stream tonight, Alex, I will be buying the, the pay-per-view. So I will make sure you get that link, uh, depending, okay. you know, if watch it tonight or tomorrow or, you know, what's going on. But there's no way I'm not watching it. Do you know so. if it's available to our audience, like on fights, or probably not Bleacher Report, but is it available on Fight? Because New Japan usually runs their shows through there. Um, I will definitely look and see. Yeah, the, the link to Actually, the PO1. I have it on my TV. <laughs> anyway, okay, there continue. you go. Yeah, the, the link to the, the PIA show, uh, the PIA event is on there. We are Stardom English Twitter. Oh, nice. So that that has the direct link to get to it. Um, right now, live, uh, you can watch in AAA for $23. Jeez, um, really? Wow. Otherwise, if you have Fight TV Plus, the Ric Flair last match rebroadcast is going on right now on Fight. But, no, it doesn't look like anything on Fight for the start yeah, of the show. Yeah, it is. Oh, bummer. So it is only through a random link. Uh, GCW Infinity, Maki Ito, working the uh, New Year's Eve show. That's, and and the New Year's Day show, so that should be kind of cool. Get a little little Maki Ito action in the game changer. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. Uh, this this event, 
Oh, the the Avima Great Muda final bye bye. The last Noah yep. show, his last match before, is going to be on Fight for twenty bucks. I'm oh, assuming we'll bad. we'll get it on uh, uh, Wrestle Universe. I would I would assume. And is that the that's the tag match with Darby Allen and Sting, correct? Yeah, it shows Darby Allen and Sting are the only people that are advertised. Uh, it's at okay. Yokohama, and then the then there'll be the actual Muda show in February that he's producing. That uh, yeah, that's the one that they're nervous is going to overtake them, <laughs> New Japan in the dome. But uh, anyway, uh, oh, that one's going to be at the dome. Yep, yeah, they're that, that's what I was saying on that report uh, last week was that New Japan is nervous that that Buddha show is going to outsell Wrestle Kingdom. Huh. They, they tried well, to get I the mean, broadcast right. I mean, as, and, as we stated before, he's such an icon over there. I mean, mm-hmm. he's appearing in like 20 commercials a year or a decade, it seems like. So, I mean, of yeah, course, they're, they're going to get this. And it looks like um, Noah has uh, got the rights to it. So they're going to be the ones that get to put their back onto the show. So that's a huge feather oh. in Noah's cap, too. Yeah. Which was kind of why Kadani was like, to hell with it. Bushiro just going to face Sasha. Let's go. 100K a match. You got it. Let's bring her in. I'm sick of losing. <laughs> we need eyes on Yeah, her. but do you think Sasha's going to make that difference comparable to a Muto or a Muda? No. Well, just Muto, Muda, whoever. Like, the last hurrah. Legit. I, I hope he doesn't Ric Flair the situation. Um, but I mean, I mean, do you think she's going to make that big of a difference? No, no, she's, that's for the Western audience, I think. Yeah. People are clamoring for her. I mean, I like, look, I'm not going to be shocked if, you know, Kyrie beats Tam Nakano and she comes out and people are just kind of like, oh, then that's, that's, all right, here she is. <laughs> and then the, the Western fans are like, oh, shit, yeah, Sasha. So I would, I would be shocked if we see something like that, but, um, you know, do you we'll see think, what happens. Maybe we do see her tonight. That we would, um, sorry, what was that? Maybe we see her tonight, too. I mean, you never know. This is Stardom's Wrestle Kingdom tonight. Possibly. Or maybe they drew a, a sneak peek, if you will. <laughs> she helps Kyrie defeat. No, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting terrible booking. Let's just stop that. So do you think um, for Muda or Muto's last show at the Dome, do you think Fred Phillips will make an appearance? Fred, Uncle Fred? <laughs> I wish, but no, Fred Phillips. I, I I'm not following who Fred Phillips is. Oh, there is a the Ric Flair documentary on Peacock, and one of the very first lines in that documentary is like, uh, "Can you please tell us your name?" And he's like, "Yes, it's Fred Phillips." And I was like, "Wait, what?" It sounded like a Simpsons gag. Um, but legit, because he, he was adopted, which, you know, I didn't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah and found his birth name and all that. His name's Fred Phillips, and obviously still goes by Richard Fleer. And, uh, I, you know, it was an enjoyable documentary. It was nothing that we, you know, didn't know before except the Fred Phillips, you know, kind of, you know, uh, opening there. But it was essentially everything that we knew. They didn't obviously go through everything. It was just his WWE run. You know, they went over WCW and his unhappiness and whatnot. But, you know, it was fine. You know, it was just Flair being Flair. It was fun oh. hearing him swear, not getting bleeped. <laughs> I'll probably I'll have to check it out at some point. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was nothing too too crazy, and I don't think if you're getting him on there, they're going to go too nuts or talk about the plane ride from hell or whatnot. But I'm oh, surprised no. they didn't, you know, especially with the relationship that we see and didn't do too much on, and, and maybe because he didn't want to, but, like, the impact stuff, um, you know, even talking about the last match, you know, depending on when this was made or whatnot, you know, just kind of well, showcase that. I know it's more independent. Anything that ain't the E. I mean, it's if it's on Peacock, it's E produced, whether they admit it or not. WWE had a take in the Teddy Hart. Oh thing. no, executive produced by Kevin Dunn. He was like, yeah, exactly. The first name like right out the gate. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, that makes sense. Yeah, the Teddy Hart thing was produced by the WWE too. So no, I'm not. Oh, right was it? Him. I didn't know. But that. I do got to check that out. Pretty good, pretty good. But uh, as as we just we just lost two callers that were listening, uh, we need to get into the topic at hand <laughs> because people don't want to hear about WWE. They're here for stardom. <laughs> yeah. I apologize if you're listening. Come back. We'll we'll stop talking about fucking WWE. That's my fault. Um, shout out to Dragon Lee who just joined WWE. Uh, <laughs> but somebody somebody just said congratulations. Uh, get ready for Wivrin Wivrin Lee instead of Dragon Lee. <laughs> what, is, what are those things called? Wyverns? Uh, Wyvern? W Y V E R N? Is that a Wyvern? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, somebody just said, You think Trips was like New Japan as a dragon, AEW as a dragon, we a dragon? <laughs> God, you guys are kidding me. <laughs> idiots. Jeez. All right. Stop blowing up my phone about Dragon Lee. I don't care. He's going to get buried there, and I'm just going to be pissed that we won't get him and Hiromo anymore. So, um, Yeah. Well, we'll get him one more time. Hey, I have a question. When was there a lady super strong uh, starter machine get introduced? Uh, that was, oh, God. That was one of the last stardom shows. It was Saya Ida. When she got thrown out of the ring, she came back as super strong stardom machine. Uh, I, I think, for Ida. And then it was just okay. Saya Ida, the little, the little muscle gorilla girl. Um, yep. Coming out of the strong machine. I was like, because I was so like, damn, did, they, did they shit can her quickly. Like strong machine, Jane? <laughs> no, no, no. She's, she just flexes a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Who would win in a flex off, her or Jordan Grace? Ooh, I mean, Jordan Grace is definitely much houser, but she's like shorter than Jordan Grace and probably 10 years younger, oh, too. Oh. I tell you, Saeeda, she's had a fun, a fun little tournament. This, this, this Grand Prix, I thought I was gonna kind of uh-huh. like, kind of like how New Japan, you know, you get in the middle of it and you just kind of, like, all right, I'm gonna kind of, you know, I'm gonna watch it, but oh, not watch sure. it, but just to say I completed it all. I tell you yeah. what, I've I haven't had one time where this has felt like it's dragged on. This tournament has been really good, and they've got it nice. to the point now where. I, what did I say? I'm, I'm starting night 17, which was September 19th. If you go to the Red Red Stars, Azumi has 12, Himika has 12, Koguma 10, Micah 12, My Sakurai 9, Momokogo only has 2, but it's like her first ever thing. Risa Sarah 11, Saki 8, Saki Kashima 8, Siri 12, Tam 12, Unagi Sayaka 2, and then Utami Hayashi Shida 10. So, like, everybody's still in it with, like, three matches left. Hey, then you go to the Blue Stars, uh, Amesore 10, Julia 13, Hanan is 0-8, but that's expected. Hazuki is 14 to lead the block. Mayu's got 11, Mina Shirakawa is 6, Mariah is 13, Momo is 6, Natsupoi 10, 
Saya Ida with four in her first tournament. Saya Kamatani, the white belt champ, 13. Starlight Kid, 10. And Suzu Suzuki has got six. But she's on like a three out of her last four win streak. Which I did some research, um, and I can't wait to, to finish it because the last night's going to be batshit crazy. Um, going off of what, what I've learned about the rest of this tournament. Because I figured, I was like, okay, cool. I got most of it done. I'm still going to finish it regardless of what happens tonight just to complete it. Um, yeah. For the sake of, you know, match of the year, if there's something that comes in that I didn't I needed to see. And plus, you, know, you like, got to see how your girl, you know, finishes mm-hmm. out the tournament. How Julia, I mean, you've been a Julia fan, I think, ever since she stepped out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, what, I like Three years ago, was, four years ago? No. Yeah, when she was with uh, Saya Tequila over at Ice Ribbon, I had, I was digging her when they were the uh, tag yeah. champs over at Ice Ribbon. Before oh, yeah. she walked out. She, out. That was one of the, yeah, you were, I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, dude, this is going to be nuts. Like, this is going to be great. And so far, it's paid off. And, it, you know, she's still, you know, it's it's still a growing character. And she's evolved. She's still badass, but she's evolved in, in just her, her uh, character. Um, appearance and, and just overall badassery, and it, it's really fun to watch. Like I will watch like a Stardom, you know, I'll, I'll spend an afternoon, like a couple hours, and watch like Stardom on YouTube because it'll have the uh, subtitles, and so oh, I can yeah, kind of yeah. follow along. Wow, I didn't realize Kyrie was so badass. I just knew her <laughs> as like a pirate, smiled a lot, but like the emotion, the jokes, and you know, just her tone at different times. I'm like this is badass. Like, it's not a caricature. Like, this is raw emotion. And when Tom Nakano is just all like, and then I will beat you. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I expected like a totally different presentation. And I'm like, it, it, it hyped me up. I'm like, I can't wait for the dome. Is it and oh, yeah, we to... get even a cooler match before then. Oh, yeah, I heard Utami is going to fucking rock tonight. Oh, my. Utami was my woman's wrestler of the year last year. Uh, hands yeah. down, number two in PWI. I mean, she she had that match with Siri to end the year. This year at the big show, what did she get? Kyrie. Oh, weird. I wonder what's going to happen there. Like it's going to be. To think, <laughs> to think too. The last time that you really saw her before this, she was running around with a recorder. Yeah. Getting damn. Getting, that's the worst dollars right there. <laughs> I think. Getting, and it's not even for the title. She's like, I don't want your title now. She's like, hold it for me. She's like, I just want to, like, I watched that whole backstage interaction after the uh, crossover event with New Japan. And, I, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, well, fuck me. Like, let's do this right now. And then you were like, when you were, and that's why I was so excited. When you were like, hey, they're going on the 29th. That's where I was like, the Julian show? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's it's going to be, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be really good. Do you? Do you want to start then? Do we start at the main event and then go backwards, or do you want to start at the Rumble? Oh, let's start at the Rumble. Let's let's talk about uh, I don't know, Lady C's chances on winning. <laughs> so we get Yudami Zamori, Saki, Super Strong, Stardom Machine, uh, which is obviously Sayaida, um, or Gamma, mm-hmm. or Don Fuji. Uh, Tomoaki and Naba, uh, my girl, the, the girl from 666, the promotion that always uses, works in Shinjuku face, uh, Ram Kaicho, who she's tight. Are they sponsored by Balenciaga? 
<laughs> Maybe they should. Ram Kaichel's probably going to be like walking around like a zombie in this show. That should be fun. <laughs> I, I hope there's right. a spot with Ram Kaichel and Fuki and Death where she's doing Death, Death, Fuki and Death. And then Ram Kaichel's <laughs> Did you see um, when Mayu turned into a zombie when Kyrie like slapped the shit out of her like three times in like a second? And oh, then she was just walking. Uh, the crossover? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mayu, like, funniest shit ever, man. I applauded both of them when I saw that. I was like, bravo to both of you for this random rambunctious spot. What I love about that, too, is, you know, the big three, like the three pillars, you could call them, were Yoshirai, Kairi Hojo, and Mayu Iwatani. Mayu worked the very first ever stardom show. So she's been there since since the beginning. Um, so I thought it was very fitting that 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 was her and Kyrie in that match, and you know, kind of like cause we talked about, they were going to have her win the title until she didn't want to do the traveling, yep. and you know, so it yeah. made more sense for Kyrie. But uh, is she the John Cena of stardom, Mayu Iwatani? I mean, I think she's got to be. Which you know, she never left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and her thing is she always has what she wanted, which is why I think next year the big feud will be her and Starlight because, you know, Star, uh, she she wanted Starlight. I mean, her group's called Stars, for God's sakes. So obviously, it's like yeah. Stars, Mayu Watani, <laughs> Stardom. She wanted uh, uh, Starlight Kid to take over Stars when she was done. She loses that match. Starlight Kid has to go to a way to tie. Starlight Kid realizes I kind of like this. I can start winning matches this way. Starlight Kid has become an MVP in the wrestling world to me. I know you like Starlight Kid a shit ton. So I think now that we've established some of these other pieces and Starlight has having a really good Grand Prix, I think next year Mm -hmm. they're going to really shift focus on Starlight's 0-5 against Mayu Iwatani. So I think next year I wouldn't be surprised if I'm, I'm going to say is a wild prediction, but Mayu beats, be, either beats or and somehow ends up with the white belt. And by by next year on this show, Starlight Kid beats her for it. Maybe not the red belt. Uh-huh. I think that'll be reserved for something else. But I could see, I could see that maybe happening, or I could see them having a one-on-one next year. Okay. But I think they're going to be a big focal point with how well they established Starlight Kid. I mean, Starlight Kid gets a cover of, you know, PWI magazine cover that, you know, mm-hmm. for the for the the women. So, a lot of good stuff, but that's also too what what really intrigues me with this with this Rumble is they continue to bring outside talent. A lot of these companies haven't been running shows like Stardom does, and they're using their talent and they're all getting over. Um mm-hmm. Ram Kite show's been doing those new blood shows. She's over now and and they're bringing her on to this one. Saki, who's one of the main people in colors, she's she's um that, that's a a small company in Japan. They partnered with Cosmic okay. Angels. Saki, I think, might be my pick to win this thing. To be honest with you, um, which could be good. Uh, also, is to, uh, she uh, is she a baby or, or what is her status in the Joshi world? Uh, Saki, she's been, gosh, how long? She, she's been wrestling for a while, I think. Let me see if I can get an exact. No, part. but like, is she a baby face? He, oh, yes, like, yes, well, she's a baby face. Yeah, okay. she's 34, okay. part of the uh, 
uh, colors, as I said. Um, and like you see, okay, she, and like you said, Cosmic Angels affiliation, so that kind of makes sense. And plus, that name it just sounds like pastel colors and ass kickery. Yeah, she she's got a disgusting brainbuster variation called the Ka Wild Buster that she does that has been just destroying. Whoa. Yeah, she's ten, ten years in business. I like. She actually made her debut ten years ago on the 29th. That's crazy. Huh. Very cool. But she's yeah, so maybe she's been doing a lot. Uh, with 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 over in colors, but also a lot in, in stardom. Um, she's good. She's really good. She's if you go on her Instagram, she's always posting pictures of of her back flexing, like because she's always in the gym doing shit. So she's oh, I mean, she she's a she's a veteran. She's tough, um, but she okay. can be really good. See this, but then you had Hina, Mayu Amasaki, um, Tomoka and Naba from God's Eye could win this. I think. Uh, Waka, Suyukama, Rina, and then there's two mystery people that are going to be in this. Um, Let me no guess. Idea who is one are. of them X? One of who? Is one of them X? Yes, X and XX. Whoa. Because gotcha. <laughs> Stardom has their uh, Triangle Derby show on the 3rd. Uh, I think it's the 3rd of January is when <laughs> it starts. What if it is Mercedes Monet? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Now, now that would be crazy. I mean, they're they're doing the basically a triangle tag league. Um, they have they have starting okay. at the beginning of the year called the Triangle Derby, and there's a XXX and XXX team that's a mystery Whoa. team in this tournament. So that's gonna be a fun. I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna stay live with that one, so I'm not fucking four months behind and shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. You're going You obviously, you've seen, I'm sure you've seen Hina and Rina. They're the twins. Yep. Uh, they're like 16. One's in Stars and one's in Uedo Tai. And then their older sister is Hanan, who's the the the, the up-and-coming. I, can't remember, I don't know why I can't remember the, the name of the title. But she's the uh, what a future star. That's what it is. Um, she's okay. in this match, though, but. Uh, like I said, I think I think you might dig Ram Kaicho. Obviously, I'm not we're not sure who the mystery people are, but um, last year Maysaruga was one of the exes. She won the whole thing, oh. and then she got at World Climax a shot against Azumi for the high speed title. So they have used this situation as like they did last year to get somebody in the building to get a title shot. So okay. you never know what this could be. Yeah, you know I mean, who I hope be... it is. Who? I I hope it's our girl Seori and I'll get her in there. Remember her? Oh Remember yeah. Be, shows. Yep, yep. Get her huh. in there. That could be uh, that could be pretty interesting. I wish uh, I knew more random. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, wave wrestlers? No, I'm kidding, kidding. Wave. <laughs> Any? Anyway. Yeah, Wave. Uh, Diana has some people on the show. Uh, Colors is where Saki's from. Uh, Ram Kai chosen six six six, and then there's there's I'm sure there's other ones like uh, I haven't, I didn't see anyone from uh, OZ Academy uh, in this. Prominence obviously has some people with their thing, but yeah, there's there's some there's some good stuff on this in this battle royal. I think it'll be fun. I think mm-hmm. we're gonna get somebody who is like a, like a Seorio a no type like we did with Saruga. Maybe we get somebody like. Um, 
a uh, a Connie Fujita or a Mika Takase or a, God, hmm. it'd be crazy if we got um if we got like an Arisa Nakajima, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, and then I could see like an old vet, <laughs> like a Momo coming yeah. back again, Momo uh, Nakanashi or something, you know. But you know who wouldn't surprise right me if they randomly oh. would come out? If it was like the great Muta and then it was Muta in a wig and just came out <laughs> and walked so slow and like a Marilyn Monroe dress. You know who, you know who, I could see like an Muda, Asian Kong Muda's being going it. over, man. There's no denying that. What's oh, that? yeah, if that's the case, Lady C is taking the, the laziest Shining Wizard ever. <laughs> Who Book who does who's got a worse wizard? Twenty twenty two, Keiji Muto, or returning to SmackDown, Tegan Knox. Oh, Tegan Knox. <laughs> God, um, didn't Muto? Uh, God. Anyway, um, didn't he miss one like this year that was really horrific? Well, he had that. And then they uh, had to like redo it. And then it was still bad, and it was like, do it live. Yeah, and then, and then our oh. guy, our guy uh, Fulton. That guy's going to sell out the door. That oh, guy's going to sell more than Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. You're telling me? Sadly, I think so. I still hope Chono's in it. <laughs> in the Mudo show? Yeah, in, the, in his final match. Oh, totally. Oh, okay. That would be awesome. It'd be an awful match, but it's you know, fucking right. <laughs> Speaking of final matches, I really loved the Suzuki Lagoon finale. I cried from beginning to the middle to the end to the interviews afterwards uh, to everyone saying goodbye just in the back. Uh, it was just great fun. It was like gang warfare. They all just went to the outside. They all, you know, grappled with who they wanted to grapple with and starting off with Taichi and Minoru Suzuki in the ring, with Taichi being the first member of Suzuki-gun. Um, just really special. And me being so late on, you know, this this faction, uh, but just a bunch of toughs, you know, tough punks that just wanted to beat your ass. That's all they wanted to do. Uh, Lance Archer, though, man, he needs a We love you. Russell Cass fan, favorite, fan favorite. Um, but, man, he was just going on. I'm like everybody. He was like, point the camera at me. And he's like, everybody stand up. Stand up. And then he was and then just every F bomb and he was like, I'm sorry. But he was like, I'm the best wrestler in the world. AEW like he was just going off. It was a fiery promo, but you could definitely not air that on TBS and or TNT. Um But it was beautiful. Suzuki man, I, I loved it. He was still Murder Grandpa at the end. He was just calling the audience just stupid peasants and what are you guys clapping for? He's like, you guys are idiots. It was beautiful. And Zach Sabre <laughs> Jr. Just a delight. Like, you could tell the respect that Suzuki has for him. You couldn't really tell when they would tag or just kind of be around in the same ring. But just kind of leading up to the press conferences before, he's like, Zach, I can't wait to wrestle you, you know, down the line. Like, it's going to be an honor. And then just seeing them in the ring and, and the emotion of Zack Sabre Jr., um, it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful ballet. It was it was a great thing to see. 
So yeah, I definitely still need to watch it. I, I haven't I haven't checked it out yet, but once I get through the stardom rush, that's um that's my go to before uh Wednesday. That's for sure. Get that watched. But um back over Match opening, two. <laughs> <laughs> the opening match on the, the pay-per-view, though, uh, we get Pink Kabuki, Unagi Sayaka, and Mina Shirakawa from Cosmic Angels uh, taking on Dona Domono's Tekla and Mai Sakurai. First match back from Shirakawa, uh, Mina Shirakawa since her uh, match with Sayakamitani. Or Kamatani knocked her. She, she had to get some new teeth. Or what happened? Yeah, she knocked her. She gave her like a running knee and knocked her teeth out, and her lip Ooh. busted and completely just destroyed her. So we now get a uh, Shirakawa back. Uh, I'm assuming that she's gonna win. She'll get the victory for this. Probably not pitting, pitting Tekla, but pitting my Sakurai. I think that would be the fall person. Um, but you get the pay per view off to a hot start, and I mean Tekla's Tekla. She she fucking rules. <laughs> just a cool ass name. Um, so this isn't like Emmy Sakura's like distant cousin, my Sakura. No, no, she's part of. Okay. Uh, she came in. She's been the newest member of Dona Del Mundo. Um, but she she had a really feisty. She was losing a lot in the Grand Prix. So then she was just started attacking people before they even got their gear off before the bell rang. Because um, she's okay. so frustrated, we're not getting wins. So, um, then next up we have a triangle derby preview match, uh, which should be pretty oh. cool. Uh, we have H and M, Miley Watani, Kogo, and Hanan. So Mayu with the two rookies of stars taking on classmates uh, Hazuki, Saya Ida, and Koguma. So pretty much Saya Ida and Fukuoka Double Crazy, Hazuki and Koguma, who uh, finished really high in the PWI tags this year, too. So two years in a row, Stardom got a tag team in there. Um, but I'm assuming um, Mayu gets the victory so you can elevate the two rookies finally after their really mm-hmm. bad tournaments they had. Um, they had good tournaments, just, you know, they, they counted the lights every night pretty much. Okay. Um, well, but I, I, I think that's that's kind of what you, what I'm assuming this is going to be. Did you send? Did you see improvements through either Momo or Hanan as the uh, as the mm-hmm. tournament progressed? Yeah, and what, what surprised me so far is, uh, you know, as I as I am going into night 17, that I'll probably check out it after this. Both of them have eight losses, but Momo Kogo got a victory. She beat Saki Kashima, one of the uh, artists of Stardom champions. So that was. That was unexpected. It was a really fun match, too. Saki Kashima is walking around with her new photo book, which I'd like to buy that, uh, you know, just to support her, obviously. And she, she, Hanan really wanted her photo book because she really likes Saki Kashima. She thinks she's a great worker. And she was like, all right, uh, fine, you can have the book. And she goes, look, I'll even lay down for you. And Saki Kashima lays down, and Momo's, like, crying, like she's going to get her first win. And, of course, when she covers her, Saki Kashima schoolboys are in our small packages and she kicks out and she's all mad. She, you know, she did that, blah, blah, blah. They get into it after a bunch yeah. of rolling the monster. Somehow Momo gets on top and gets the victory. Saki Kashima cannot believe it. Momo gets her first win. <laughs> uh, and Hanan, who's the future stardom champion, hasn't gotten a win yet. Now, obviously she's in a block with Julie and Hazuki and Iwatani and Mirai and Momo. So she wasn't expected to really get one. Um, but 
I think after those type of things, and it's stars versus stars, which is kind of cool too. So yeah. every time they have stars versus stars, they're always really good matches. Um, and I think, I I think uh, I think this is where you can get them finally to win. Um, okay. You have a uh, Momo's dedication to improve. Uh, Mayu Iwatani is kind of a. Uh, kind of questioned it after Hazuki stopped wanting to train her. Uh, so Iwatani is going to take those two and see if she can grow them where Hazuki couldn't, which is she's mad at Hazuki for not being a good second in command. And so there's a little bit of disdain between everybody. So they get a little bit of a substance behind the match too. Huh. Okay. I like that. You know, cause a little tension there, like you were saying. Um, then we get Goddess as a starter double contendership match. This, this should be good. We have the new eras, uh, Mariah and Amesore, who are both in uh, God's Eye, taking on Maihime, which is Micah and Himika, easily. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ueno ties uh, Ruaka and the returning Natsuko Tora. They're known as uh, BMI 2000, Body Mass Index 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's awesome. Um, I like Mike and Hebe gonna win this, but I think I think this is gonna be like a hoss fight. Like this is gonna be a lot of stiff stiff shots. Himika going toe to toe with Tora, Mariah and Micah really I mean Mariah and Micah have had two of my favorite tournaments. So seeing them in there together, uh I re- I was like, man, they Mariah's thirteen points, she's tied for first with Kamatani and Julia on that blue side, and Micah's tied for first with 12 on the red side. And I always was like, damn, I wish Micah and uh, Mariah would have been on the same block instead of Himika and Mariah, which um, or Himika and Micah are together, and Mariah's Micah, away from them. Um, but it's, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited for, for this one. And, and I know you're and a, this you're is a to, uh, get fan, a battle right? shot then? Yep. What's that? Future tag title okay. shot. Yeah, you're a. I think anybody can win too, which is nice. But you're a you're a Hibika Micah fan. I am indeed. From the days of uh, Donna Del Mundo. Yeah, Donna Del Mundo. Yeah, no, I, I think they're, they're. I mean, they're they're stars in the making. I would say, um, and I I just like the size, you know, yeah. of of that, and you know, I I just like how. You know, some some of the matches I saw back in 2021 when I was watching Stardom a little bit more, you know, more consistently, uh, they just always stood out to me. You know, of course, you know, you have your big names like like your Mayus or your Julias, um, and, of course, uh, Shiri and, and Utami Hayashi Shishida. Uh, that's true. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so, you know, I, you know it, it's just, they, like I said, they, they were always ones that I always had my eyes on. Um, while watching, so I mean, for them to you know hopefully gain some traction and and hopefully go for those uh, um, got us to start championships at a later date, I think can definitely help bolster their uh, 2023. Yeah, and and I think too they should get a second reign. Um, they had a 49 day title reign last year, ironically before okay. losing to at the time their their stablemates Julia and Siori before yeah. Siori left and started God's Eye. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, it was pretty evident that they weren't going to, you know, the, the, the senior stablemates were probably going to come out ahead. But 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, they established when they tried it out, and I think they were over, so it worked. But that's going to be fun. I mean, any team can walk out. Um, nice. Then the one, the one fight. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be brutal. But uh, then oh, we okay. get uh, Kyrie and Tommy Hayashi Shida, which which should be should be should be awesome. Um, okay. You know, you mentioned all the stuff that they talked about in the background. And what I think is the most intriguing in this, you know, could be a part of a longer arc is uh, one thing you didn't mention um, that I want to point out. Kyrie made a stipulation for the match. I don't know if they showed that part. Oh, maybe not. Uh, Whoever loses has to move back and back, basically start over, and they have to put on their rookie gear, lose their big special entrance, um, basically, whoever whoever loses has to take the humiliation of starting back over for the whole year. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I'm sure Kyrie Ky, Ky, uh, Kyrie wins. Um, yeah, I mean Hayashi Shida getting a restart, I think would be a good story in 2023, which it would. Uh, you know, it makes sense that IGP women's champion to win after she's coming off one of the strongest years of like wrestler, male or female. In yeah. The last five years. Yeah. So then I think this is a good way where 2022, she's kind of been on the back burner. And I think this is a way where you yeah. can reheat her. So I'm kind of, and I don't think they're going to have Kyrie lose, you know, going into the dome. No, no, um, that would be weird. <laughs> but I mean, you know, then she's, Dome to silence <laughs> in her rookie year. The hell kind of stipulation is that? I mean, again, if you watch their press conference, it's great because it's just like a, a one-upsmanship of respect to each other. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's really an awkward stipulation, though. But but like you said, you know, for for Hayashishida, um, for her to you know kind of gain that momentum back. Uh, you know, in, into 2023 where, you know, again, she could be in that conversation. Because, again, wh- what is she, 22, 23 years old herself? Yes, I mean, like after, that. you know, she's, coming off that strong yeah. year, it's nice to kind of take it in. You know, you're still learning. You know, you're always learning. But, you know, she's still relatively young. Um, and then for her to be in this this match, let alone, you know, going into, you know, essentially a storyline, you know, for the for the full year, could be really interesting. So uh, at first I was totally against it when you're muttering those words, but now I'm like, ah, this could be uh, interesting on on her part. So huh. Kyrie saying, Kyrie saying, we're gonna, I'm going to force the Red Queen to go back to her having to remember her big rookie days where she was coming up and making a name for herself, and she's got to do it again. So that's Kyrie cool. day, during her um, no. big rookie days. No. No, Utami debuted, I want to say, a year after Kyrie left. Okay. So, like, what, 2018? I mean, I wonder if I can get a, a real, like, this. that's an intriguing question that I want to see an answer answer. So, uh, Utami Hayashi Shida's debut was uh, August 12th of 2018. Okay. So if I go back a couple pages on cage match here, uh, she's, she had a, 
She said 300 matches since 2019. God bless America. So she, her rookie, she was in the rookie of stardom tournament. Um, oops, I went the wrong way. So she made her debut. What is November? So she made her debut against Jungle Kiona at the Stardom Stardom 2018 Tugetsi 10th anniversary show. 15-minute draw against Kiona. And then her second match she ever had was yeah. beating Sam Nakano in the first night of the Grand Prix. So after her wow. first ever match, she debuted in the, the Grand Prix. <laughs> and then... Beat beat Tam Nakano. She beat Tam. Then she beat Natsuko Tora to go to four and zero. She was in a four way match where she beat Kimberly and Rachel Ellering. That's funny. Kelly Klein. Um, she lost to Kagetsu. Defeated Kimberly. Her and Kiona had another title limit draw. She lost to Rachel Ellering. Beat Konami to get to ten points. Hmm. And then she she beat Jamie Hader on the, on the, on the <laughs> wow. Not expecting that. I got to hell that no. Man. Who won the, <laughs> that year? Well, the start of match, Kagetsu defeated Nicole Savoy. That's wild. Yeah, so, I mean, she's been... She's been all, you know, that whole time. And Kyrie, I mean, was it 2018 when she joined? Uh, the e? I thought 2017, but let's see. Let me see. 2018, 2017. Yeah. Uh, so July 13th in the May Young Classic defeated Tessa Blanchard in her first match. Okay. Her last match in stardom was June 4th. Uh, her, Hamori Mora, and Konami lost the Artists of Stardom titles to Azumi Hazuki and Io Shirai. Wow, and then she would leave. Yeah, and then, I, and then the next year, Io shows up, <laughs> which is wild. So, yeah. They've never crossed paths, so I, I'm sure this is one of the ones where she was like, I want to work with her, and they're like, okay, cool. We can do that. You don't worry about us arguing with you. I mean, what? We got one, two, Jesus, three, four. Then after that, it's just five banger after banger after banger after banger. <laughs> um, then we get... Azumi defending the high-speed title against Hikari Shimizu, who's part of Colors. Uh, kind of their, their, their lieutenant, their second-in-command. Um, hasn't done okay. a lot in stardom just because she's been working on a lot of other companies, Wave and Colors. But this is one of those, who can we just bring in to have a potential match of the night with Azumi? All right, perfect. That's what we're <laughs> going to do. So I'm sure Azumi's going to win. Um, but this is this is one where... You know, this is your Dark Horse has a chance to be the best match on the show. And I think people are going to be surprised how good Hikari Shimizu is, since we haven't really got to mm-hmm. see her. But it's kind of the same thing they did with the, uh, the Momoko Hanazono and Mei Suruga, uh coming in to face Azumi as somebody outside of 
the company just to get a, a nice victory for the champ while popping the crowd. So, Hey, not bad. Oh, man. Um, then we get to the make final four make matches. What's that? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, colors. Yep, yep. Uh, we get uh, Artist of Stardom title, Wayne Otai, Boba Watanabe, Sully Kid, and Saki Kashima. Defending against my team that I love, Prominence, uh, Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Kurumi Hiragi. Uh, it's going to be a hardcore match. Um, nice. I think they're going to win the titles. They they showed up. They made their debut prominence did back in January at the Nagoya Supreme fight where they charged the ring and uh, Suzu Suzuki started just going at it with Julia, um, which if people don't know the backstory, <laughs> Suzu Suzuki and Julia were like best friends. Suzu Suzuki is only 20, by the way. So she was kind of the the younger sister to Julia and Ice Ribbon, they would do everything together. And then Julia okay. up and left, and Susan Suzuki said, I'll never forgive you for leaving. Um, she showed Whoa. up at that, that Supreme Fight show. And uh, um, this, was, this was, you know, heat. Um, Suzuki has yeah. been on a run, like I said, in the, the Grand Prix. And I know the last night of the tournament – um, it's Julia and Tam in the, for the, to win the Grand Prix. But Julia's last block match is that same night, too, because she wrestles twice. Um, she wrestles Suzu Suzuki in the final match. And people just can't stop talking about how good that match was. And it went to a 15-minute draw. Neither could beat each other. Su- Suzuki is so angry, and Julia is so, like, still devastated. Julia's crying during the match, I guess, because she feels so bad about it. There's, there's at one point Julia takes after her hero, Katsuyori Shibata, and she gives Suzuki two straight shoot headbutts, not thinking I have to wrestle later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking Julia's nuts. So Suzuki's been on a tear since then trying to destroy Julia. Um, you know, you know why you like the Shibata head like you? Oh, Julia, I mean, I, I think my thing with Julia is she truly, she exudes star. When I first saw her, and she was like... She looks like she lives her gimmick, like she's yeah. herself. Like, they always say you turn it up to a thousand. No, I think this is just her. It's, <laughs> it's like MJF. You just, you can look at the person and go, there's a star. I, I know that's yeah. a star. Um, it's like we always said, when you see Nick Eldis in a suit with the NWA title, it looks perfect. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and to be fair, without even seeing him wrestle, you just go, that's the guy. Look at the guy. You know? Correct, yeah. And I see this with Julia before she was, and I'm, and I'm not trying to, I'm not knocking her, but before she was in shape, you know, she just kind of looked like somebody who just was skinny and didn't have any muscle, no definition, had, you know, didn't wear much makeup or anything like that, like wasn't like trying to exude a look. She just looked like some chick who was good at wrestling, who had a lot of promise. And I watched her in Ice Ribbon, and I'm like, man, if this girl could leave. And you know, you know what it reminds me of? The easiest way to say it is, uh, what, what do they say it before? Before they had a glow up, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So like she she left Stardom and and had a glow up, and now she's what she is. She is the female Jake Lee. <laughs> You're just like, I, I know there's a good worker in there, but the, how do we get it out of it? Like, did, you, did you read that text I sent you earlier about my, my, my thought of New Japan? 
Oh, New Japan or no? Yeah. Where yeah, you were you, saying just he burned his shit. Yeah, he, well, I think I said something along the lines of put him as the guy above Bushi and Lij, just like he did oh, Shingo, yeah. and give him some character and let him let let's see if he can get himself over. And Shingo yeah. did it, and now he's more over than anybody in that in that faction. Maybe not popularity, but like he's better and he's going to get booked. Naito's still more popular I mean, overall, yeah. but. Numerous times, and he had the belt a little longer than even, you know, Naito had it recently on mm-hmm. run. So, I mean, they have the faith in him, and they let him go Sorry. back to Dragon Gate. I, I think that's what you do is if you if you want to bring in Jake Jake Lee, that's kind of the role you give him. It's a, here you go, this is where we're going to go. If you want to be a star, show us yeah. you can do it. And let him see. Because I tell you what, Stardom did that with Julia. Uh a lot of the locker wasn't didn't was not into Julia. They didn't warm up to her. And one girl warmed up to Julia and said, "I want to do business with you. Let's make money." You know, and that was that was Hanakamura. And you know, and the rest was history with how great that feud was going. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's true. Um, so now we got Suzu Suzuki, uh, Risa, Risa Sarah, who she fucking rules. She's the one I sent you guys that video of. Uh, doing the giant swing in the audience to uh, oh, my yeah. Sakurai. <laughs> <laughs> Above those chairs? Yeah. Yeah. She that she did that to Sam Nakano on the, one, the last show I watched. She just <laughs> was spinning there and just threw her through the audience, then went back in the ring. Uh, yeah, she, she is stiff. She's awesome. And Kurumi Haragi's pretty good. She's not, she's not a level of those two, but I'm excited to see Starlight Kid, who's 21, Suzuki, who's yeah. 20. Go in there and just just work. I want to see Momo and Risa Sarah go in there and beat the shit out of each other like this. And it's a hardcore match. It's going to be stiff. You're going to see a giant swing into something that I hope doesn't kill one of Wayne's yes. eye. This match is going to. I mean, this card, Alex. You know, we're going to talk about another card coming up here shortly that that's stuck its way into our show of the year. We got to figure this. Still, is tell 2020. I mean. This show could sneak in there too, depending on how good this show yeah, is. Very true. Very and on true. paper, it looks really change. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have our third from the top goddesses of stardom title match. Uh, Meltier, Tam Nakano, and Natsupo of Cosmic Angels defending against Seven Up, Nene Takahashi, and you. Yes. Um they're the Neo Stardom Army army, if you will, going against Stardom. I I a lot of people think this is kind of a anyone's ball game. I just don't see Tam and Natsupoy losing the titles. No. Yeah. But this is going to be really good. This is going to be really good. And I think, I think too, with how over Nakano and Natsupoy is, with Natsupoy defecting from Donato Mundo to Cosmic yeah. Angels, I think there's a lot more to do with them as champs. That's the other reason I don't think you take the titles off them that fast seems like it's it's pretty simple marketing honestly that seems like a perfect team especially after their mm-hmm. bitter free um and their feud of you know matches uh where you could literally see the metaphorical blood after each strike where you would just be like <laughs> they're gonna just murder each other like you could see it and then from then now be a baller team name like Meltair. It, it's all for yeah. So so keep the straps on him. I'm I'm all for for Tam and and that Supoy to retain as well. 
And, and while I think it's a good story because 7-Up, um, obviously I didn't watch it because I'm behind, but I'm not going to watch it, so I just thread spoilers on every night. Um, they won the Goddess <laughs> Tag League. Um, so the, the anti-stardom team wins the tournament. They go on to face two of the super popular people in Meltier. And I think it's a perfect wrestling story to have the, the villains <laughs> finally get foiled. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Um, but then we get to our big two, Alex. Uh, Wonder of Stardom, and these this one, I, these two, I wrote a actual little mini synopsis in our uh, preview. Uh, instead of just writing, the guys are watching Stardom and reviewing Final Game. So I actually put some effort in this, but uh, Sai Kabatani defending the Wonder of Stardom, the white belt against Haruka Umasaki. Uh, Umasaki, who has has been a big Big player in pro wrestling, Diana, one of their top oh, top workers. Okay. Um, yeah, she's she's very good. Like a big crossover uh, match, then. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so she she also wrestles as Karma. She has like a like two two characters, and she's been tagging yeah. with Starlight on those New Blood shows, and that's oh, how they've been showcasing okay. her. Um, which I'm sure people you know were were wondering why, but uh. Yeah, she she comes in as a normal uh, Haruka Masaki gimmick, one of the top draws, top workers in uh, in Diana. Saya is going for her twelfth title defense. Uh, wow. Momo Watanabe has the record at thirteen defenses. Um, she she won the title last year at this, um, winning. You know, so she's she's on one year as champion. Uh, can she beat okay. the record, though, is going to be the thing. I don't think we see a title change here, but I, I do treat this the same as I do talking about Hikari Shimizu with Azumi. They're bringing somebody in that's going to have a knockdown, dragout, stellar match with Saya. Saya, who still wants to work <laughs> Kota Ibushi because she says she does a better Phoenix Splash. Yep. Or that's what it was. She Phoenix Splashed uh, Mina Shirakawa, and her knee came down right on her face and busted all her teeth out. That's what it was. Um, oh, I knew wow. it was a knee, but I couldn't. I just pretty remember that. Way to, <laughs> I mean, anyway, is is pretty bad, but yeah, that's off of a Phoenix splash. Ouch. Um, and then this is the one that Ooh. I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know how it's going to happen. You're confused. I think she has to. I I I don't think there's any other answer. But we get Siori uh, defending the title against Julia, which. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, obviously it's the end of the year, so it's hard to say, but in terms of excitement and like just, just how jacked I am for something, I think this is my biggest match probably going into a show that I, for me of any show, I think, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I think this is on the, the level of Nakajima Shiozaki what I knew when you put the two access guys against each other, it's going to be magical. Yeah. And, you know, which for the most part, that's been my match of the year sticking with that. But I don't think there's anything in, you know, I would have said maybe Omega or Okada Osprey in the G1 final, but I didn't even watch the G1. So I'd be lying to you. Um, <laughs> that was a good final. You know, nothing at Forbidden Door had me this excited for a match. I mean, maybe... Oh, you're so jaded. You're like, oh, it's Okada at the Dome. Whatever. He's in Chicago. Okay. 
Well, oh. it was Okada in a four-way. Adam Cole, oh, getting concussed. Oh. <laughs> Look, if it, if it was a one-on-one match, it would be a lot different. One-on-one match would be a lot who different. Would you, who, out of those four, who would you have rather seen Okada face one-on-one instead? Hangman Page. Whoa. Really? I, I the original think, plan that they yeah. to go with. If you, like, if you break down the last year, year and a half, Mm-hmm. And the, unfortunately, that injury happened. <laughs> can you really? I, how many people can you argue have gotten better that fast and that over and put on that quality of matches than Hangman did in that stretch? That's Okada, I know, right? I mean, I mean, and especially at school because Okada is in, you know, uh, you know, throwing grenades on, on live television. <laughs> with his mouth he could causing have a, an uproar sissy fight <laughs> wow. has Julia ever been world of stardom champion or has she just always no. been just a the only title that she hasn't won wow okay so this could be that big moment I mean to end the year I mean she's she's won all the well spoiler alert again won all the tournaments. I mean, you know, that, that you can win. Like you said, she's won all the championships. Uh, is this Julia's time? Is she going to beat her former tag partner who had a hell of a 2021 in Shiri, uh, you know, having the, the momentous feud with, you know, Utami, Hasha Shishida. Um, and, and so, Hasha I mean, I it's Julia's time, right? Like, this is going to be I have insane. To be. It's got to like, be because it's, it's, it's for blood. Like, they know each other so well, so it's literally whoever makes the first mistake is going to cost them the main event. You know, she, she comes into the company at the end of 2019 going into 2020, right before COVID, with her goal to become the world champion. Um, she, oh, yeah. She, she wins the Cinderella. She becomes the world of stardom, but not, or the, the wonder of stardom, but... It's not the red belt. It's not the world one that she wants. I think last yeah. year when Siori won the Grand Prix, I think there was a big chance Julia was going to win last year, but she got injured. And a lot of people thought she wasn't going to be able to come back even from the injury. Oh, wow. Really? And then what you look it? at it. It was either something with a, with like a knee or a neck, and I can't remember. I've been thinking about that all day, and I didn't want to look it up because I wanted to see if I could remember. But she got hurt. It was yeah. something that they questioned the, the comeback. But oh, you, and wow. then you look at a K, kayfabe standpoint, you go back. diagnosis or your memory. You go back to uh, um 2021, March of 2021, All-Star Dream Cinderella. She loses the TAM. She gets her head shaved. She loses the white belt. She starts over. Obviously, like I said, she got the injury. Then she's got a deal with Susan Suzuki showing up in January when she, she finally came back. And, you know, she's ready to go. All of a sudden, Suzu shows up from her past, brings prominence with her. And then she, def- you know, she has the Suzu match at the Grand Prix. She gets her Tam Nakano rematch in the final of the Grand Prix, and she beats her to avenge that. Siori, who was her friend, her tag partner, left her and Micah and Himika and all them 
to start God's Eye, her own faction, and then won the Red Belt before she did. So this year has been like the whole, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I just feel like it has to. I mean, if you want to tie it back to me talking about Miley Watani, and maybe she mm-hmm. does win the Red Belt, um, Siori has only lost a, a singles title ever. And that was when she lost the SWA title. I think it was to Mayu back in the COVID COVID time, 2020. Otherwise she's every time she's had a title, she's vacated it for something else or never lost it. So like, there's oh, so much wow. behind this. And I think it's, I think it's, I think you have to do it. Yes. I mean, it's a passing of the torch per se. I mean, it's, like you said, the the history of their partnership just alone, it's the mega powers, you know, aspect. I mean, I'm looking at that poster again. And then, yeah, it's 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 simple. It's what you need, but it, it totally sells this match, the importance of it. You know, it's called Dream Queendom, for God's sakes. Dream Queendom. <laughs> think of... Think of last year with Utami and Siri, how stiff it was, how intense it was, how violent it was, how emotional it got, how, you know, how back and forth it was, how much the crowd was, you know, truly at a time to not make noise. And they said, screw this. And they were loud. Like this, you know, they, they brought something out of, out of wrestling fans in their match in June and their match in December that you haven't seen in women's wrestling. And to me, Julia is a bigger star at this point in time Mm -hmm. than Utami. Nothing against Utami, but she's still got a lot of time left. You know, you gave her the run so you could establish that she will be a top player and that she can run with the title. And now you get to rebuild her and it'll be fun. It'll be a good watch. But Julia is truly a star. Siori has been unbeatable for the last year. She has had incredible title defenses all year long. I think this is going to be stiffer than the Utami match. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Julia is bleeding by the end of it via blading or shoot headbutting Siori. I was about to ask if anyone do you think is going to pull a moxley, and you 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 knew what I was thinking. I appreciate it. <laughs> she and 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 I feel like Julia brings that same intensity and drive and desire that Moxley does, which when you put her in there with, you, you know, this could, this could be a, I'll equate it to this way. What I think this match is going to be in terms of her intensity to the wrestling ability of her opponent. This is Moxley. If he went in and got a title shot against Okada or Miyahara, I think for me, Ooh. or I think Ooh. Siori, Siori might be the best women's wrestler in the world. You know, match mat like bell to bell, but yeah. I think you know your Ric Flair, Lucas type draw power on top of wrestling ability, marketability is Julia. I think Moxley yeah. has that drive to be that person, but Miyahara is always going to be one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen in my life type thing, and I think that's what this is going to kind of equate to, and that's why I'm so so excited for this match tonight. I. I can't fathom this match. And I'll tell you this, if Siori beats her, I'm not even going to be mad. I'm going to, because look, we saw, we saw Okada lose to Tanahashi. Yeah. So anything can happen. And stardom, 
the reason they're my they've been my my promotion of the year I think the last two years running is they know how to storytell better than any. I've they 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 don't you don't even know what they're saying and you get emotional watching this shit half the time like like you don't even need to it's just what they exude I mean remember remember when remember when when Starlight like we talked about had to join a way to tie. I almost was crying watching me. You, yeah. I, I promise I'll get you back. You won't be there forever. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you home. You know, I need you to just fight for me. And and we're gonna Do get. Do you through think this. there's ever gonna be a payoff to that? Yeah, I think it's gonna be Starlight beating Mayu, and then she leaves away to tie and goes back and takes over Stars. Whoa. And I think it'll be, and I think it's gonna be Starlight um, in the same role as Dragon Daya, unmasked. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Wow, that shattered my brain if that Yeah, where she unmasks and you know the 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 ugly caterpillar, if you will, blossoms into the beautiful butterfly and she goes back to where she should be. And everyone in the crowd is gonna cry like fucking infants when it happens. And I, like I mean Dragon Dyer was so full of himself on on Christmas that uh, when he came out with the the uh, generation of dragons, um, he had to take his mask off like a jerk. I was like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> I like how, Bo, and then, and then uh, Bo Kudo was going to do it, or, or Dragon Kid was going to do it. They're like, "No, no, 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 yeah." Because <laughs> <laughs> Bo Kudo was like, "Hey," and Dragon Kid was like, "Oh, I can do it too." I was like, no, 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 wait, that's different. That's different. Stop. Ours were ripped oh. off of us. <laughs> SP yeah. Kento did this to me. So don't, he didn't do it to you. He just beat you and ended your uh, Toroban generation. As I look at that fucking poster from that amazing match in 2020. Oh, uh, man. But I, I just, I, I, this is, this is what I like in my wrestling, as people know, and you know, this story is, this story is so well built and it's, it, it came into the form of such a, you know, Julia and Tam weren't even supposed to be a program. It was supposed to be Tam Nakano and Arisa Hoshiki, who we loved, but then Hoshiki retired, and she happened to retire a week after Hanakamura passed. Yeah. You know, in 2020. So yep. suddenly yep. Tam and Julia lost their opponents, so they put them together. Julia beats her, I believe it was, for the vacant white title, white belt. And then they get the rematch in, in 2021, you know, seven months later, where Julia gets her head shaved by her and loses the title. And then you fast forward, uh, fuck, what, what would it be, 19 months later, 21 months later, and we <laughs> finally get the payoff where Julia gets her win back to go to the to go to tonight's show. That's long term booking storylines. That's how mm-hmm. you do it. That's why I love this goddamn company. Is and is that the man in the hat that does all this? Yeah, Rossi Ogawa. Yep. Wow. It's, it's it's just like Dragon Gate. Anytime you watch Dragon Gate, you have to pay attention to, when, yeah. to who beats who and what happens because everything always matters. I was just you about know, to, you know, a few minutes ago, you know, when you're talking about, you know, how they build storylines, how they build wrestlers. I'm like, oh, well, the equivalent of stardom is clearly Dragon Gate and not New Japan. So obviously, Fushiro mm-hmm. just had money to throw around. 
but in a perfect world, Dragon Gate and and Sardom would be the the cross promotions, if you will, that really are too similar. Oh, it's I mean, you you look at the you know this is a perfect way we. Do anything else you want to say on the Stardom pay per view? You want to or the main event, or you want to move on to Final Gate? Because this is a good segue if you want to go to Final Gate. Let's head on the Final Gate. You, you the main event was built on the premise of two people in the class of 2016 with yep. Ben K coming to, I'm going to show you, look, I've already been world champion guy. I've already done this. I did this in 2019 when I beat Is that me? Is that me and my Ben K? That's all I kept thinking watching the match. Coming out with chains, getting jacked, wearing glasses, just being an ass. Look, as, as long as you do you can be. You gotta, you gotta give me the cheeky cheeky, man. And <laughs> Ben K, not like not to give spoilers because we're gonna talk about it, but he's got this promo and Jay's like, the show's supposed to be over. But my then, other question to you is, who's gone through more gimmicks within the last year and a half besides Ben K? Uh, Big oh, R Shibazu, maybe. True. true. Um, and guess what? They were tag champs. They were, they were yeah, big Ben. Yeah, big Ben. 2016, 2017. Yeah. 2018, maybe even. But, but you like, honestly, at... like the, the transformation this guy has made, not only, you know, physically, but just characters, like, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed how he can, like, pull them off. Because on paper, you're like, well, this is stupid. But he's pulling off. The oh, I love it. The this Ben K Everything. is. I, I do that at work. I walk around going, <laughs> Like I, I love it. I just love it. I, I love it. And you know, we'll we'll get into the match here more, but to kind of tie that long term storyline, without giving away you know any of the, any of the spoilers because we'll talk about the match. Yeah. Another guy from the class of 2016 comes out at the end of it. and goes, "Listen, you assholes! I'm better than both of you. I won it on my first night back. I've already done yeah. it too. Like I was like when he came out, I was like, let's go." You want to make him the next <laughs> challenger? I am all for that shit. Because that dude, that dude's in my top 10 wrestler of the year for 2022. He is just, God, he's good. He is another one that just, everything he does is good, man. Everything he does is good. <laughs> but uh, no, the final gates, this was a really, really good show. Alex D. Beck, the back, um, Four matches, all made my notebook mini spoiler. Wow! Yeah, all four of them did. Um, but we open uh, Natural Vibes team of KZ, Strong Machine J, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame in a new dance yeah. routine. By the way, yep, taking on they were M3K. All at every side of the ring, yep. Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, Yasushikanda, and Mochizuki Junior. Uh, Alex, I went three stars. Strong Machine J with the Strong Machine uh, Cyclone <laughs> Suplex on Mochi Junior. What did you think of this match? Uh, it was fun, but I, I would I would have given it three and a half just for the scooter game of uh, Mochizuki. Oh, I love it. I like, and it, it's so funny because you know M2K was a. They debuted, you know, a Toromon back in 1999 when Razor scooters wow. were cool. So that's why they came out on Razor <laughs> scooters. 
And I love how they reincarnate the stable to be M3K because of Mochizuki Jr. Mm-hmm. And Junior, yeah. there's still these guys with these bomber jackets and razor scooters. There's such there's such pricks. It I works. Love it. God, it's it so works. awesome. The sunglasses. And it goes back to what still makes me laugh when uh when Ishinahashi uh Mochizuki was like he should join Tag with my son. Or or Ishin Rick, uh, uh, Ishin Ricky, the dad was like, "Hey, I want my son to be in in M3K so you can help him develop." And Masaki Mochizuki is like, "You have to pay for the razor scooter and the jacket for him, though." And he's like, "Done. Okay, you can join." <laughs> I think I remember that. That's that's pretty funny. And then, uh, but no, it. this is a good match. Uh, like you said, Junior eating the pin there, um, and a couple of things. Out of this, I'm not going to lie again, Strong Machine J, I love how he's like, all right, it's my time to shine, you know, as they're doing the entrance, as KZ's rapping, and then he just goes in the ring, Strong Machine J by himself, and just kills it uh, with his breakdance. Uh, Jason Lee killing it with his uh, weird mullet, uh, bleach mullet, but it works. Uh, very scary perm mullet, but, hey, I'm all for it. And uh, Jackie Funke Kamei uh, is... I love him. I, I, I'm so happy that injury um, didn't hinder him as much, and it's crazy. What is it, the 2019 class with him and Kakuda and, of course, uh, sexy boy Kento. Kento, um, do you, I mean, they, all three of them have sustained injuries, right, even SBK? Um, I, I don't remember if SBK did an injury, but he's definitely been on that long excursion. Now he's in Mexico. I know the excursion for sure, but for some reason I thought he had like a, a obviously not he as, as crazy have. as Kaku. Um But it's crazy how, you know, even they, they you know, uh, Kamei and Kakuda have, have come, you know, just passed through them and, and have, you know, just, I, I would say, become better. Yeah. You know, since their injuries, yeah. like they've learned from it, they healed, you know, properly. It seemed like they didn't rush it and, you know, are just, I think, wrestling even better you know, than even when they were coming out, you know, the first year out of the gate. Well, and especially, I mean, when we talk about the performance Kakuda had on this show, like, Ooh, holy shit. That was the man. spotlight. There were two spotlight <laughs> matches. Oh that was one of God. them. We'll get to the other one in a bit. Um, then we had, uh, Alex, this 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 is your, this was your great. first time getting to see it. <laughs> but, uh, man, I told you about... Uh, Yoshiki Kato, who defeated Punch yep. Tomonaga in his exhibition match, which has never <laughs> happened. Uh, he takes Kaito Nagano to take on Takashi Yoshida and Problem Dragon. Alex, when I was when we were talking about trying to get a show done before Final Gate preview, my plead was I'm sure it's going to be Yoshida giving a a pump, pineapple bomber to Nagano for the victory, but. Why can't if you're gonna if you're gonna build Yoshiki Kato, why can't he beat Mundai Ryu Problem Dragon? Anybody can beat yeah. that chump. I said, but that's just not what this company does. So it is what it is. All of a sudden, Cobra Clutch Torture Rack, Yoshiki Kato has Problem <laughs> Dragon up, and he makes a tap. I was screaming it was a great in joy. I was I was standing with my headphones on, parading in my little desk space, going. Trying to not be loud as I was so excited. Uh, you know, meanwhile, New Japan has these young boys going to draws. And Yoshiki Kaido in his first ever match, technically because it was an exhibition, gets a fucking submission victory. 
What was it? He's not even, what, a month in? Yes, yes, this was his second actual match. He's 26. He used to be a former police officer. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, my God, that's even better. And when you said Dragon Gate doesn't do this, this is exactly what they do, Ryan. This is what sets them apart from New Japan in their, you know, quote-unquote young boy system here. Dragon Gate's been doing it right since forever, and they continue to do this because, again, now Kato looks like, you know, an insane beast man who also, you know, (laughs) served and protected in real life. So he's working both gimmicks there. And Nagano, you know, he it looked great. And again, it was he's just, just flying around and shit. I'm watching this at 7 a.m. on Christmas. And I'm like, that was, this was amazing. Like, I love it. Up for more. And, and Takashi yeah, Oshida still nice. looked good. You know, you still had a good match in there, Alex. Yeah. Throwing your pineapple I, vomit. You know, I, I, I knew Problem Dragon was going to be an issue, but, you know, hey, as long as, you know, I get my money, my Sapporo, and uh, and my lunch mm-hmm. is there, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with it. Look, you went in there like the the Japanese Brian Cage. You you were Mr. G-M-S-H-I. Get my shit in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was great. You played the hits that I beat the I'm throwing those throats right. I love when those guys were selling those. He threw like 30 of them, and they're just like, ah, yeah. ah, 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 ah. They didn't know what else to do, so he just kept selling it. <laughs> um, and then, Ryan, how do we go from match of the night to match of the night number two? Oh, my God. I would championship match. Three and a half for me. I thought this rocked. Vita Rita with the Cota Rita. He goes from being a sidekick yeah. joke kind of character to now he's the Brave Gate champion, Mitarita, defeats Hyo. Um, and, and Jay said something that made me really have to think about things. How, oh. Winning this Brave Gate title, Mitarita's got to be the rookie of the year. Really? I mean, I had my heart set on Takumi Fujiwara, was, was probably going to be yep. my rookie of the year. But I mean, he's right, but Mitarita is so entertaining in being the 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 like stand in for Kota Minora, the little like mini mascot guy. And he said yeah. he's still going to play the same role. Don't he said, Don't let this fool you people. But then he goes into wins the Brave Gate title in a really fun Brave match. It's a yeah. great match. Heo being just dirty piece of shit Heo that we all love. And Mina Rita's out there and they're going a hundred miles an hour and I mean, it it was tremendous, and then he beat him. I couldn't believe it. I didn't think he was going to beat Yo. I think Yo has has grown quite a bit. Um, not only with you know the formation of the Zebrats, uh, mm-hmm. him being you know a fearless leader of them, um, but I think also being a, a pretty damn good Open the Brave Gate champion. Um, I, I think also just him in general. Um, just changed as a wrestler with, with the gimmick, with the character, more confident, if you will. And you could sense that even going into this match here. Um, I didn't expect the title change. I don't think anyone did, but I, I think that's part of the excitement there. Um, you know, having a few defenses under his belt. What do you kind of, uh, I mean, where do you, where do you put uh, Hill's, you know, title reign? 
uh, amongst uh, the last uh, group of Open the Brave Gate champions? Um, I think. Well, let's see. I think or I like his grade, reign. How would you grade his reign overall? I think his reign was better than Dragon Dia's, but that's because Dia didn't really have too much of a reign to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would put it on par with SV Kento's before Dia, because Dia beat Kento. But I think yeah. I don't think I enjoyed it more than I did, as an example, with um, because because Genki Genki won it before Hyo, I believe it was from um from uh what was his name Kagatora, but I mm-hmm. I think I think Hyo's had one of the better reigns since maybe Kaisuke Okuda or Kota or Kaito Ishida before you know when they had it a year or two ago. No Kaito. R.I.P. Kick Boy. Yeah, now he's some tight new gear over in uh, Greet. 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 Uh, then we had the last match of the opening four matches. Also Dragon, Dragon Kid, Dragon Daya, and Mokudomo Dragon taking out the team of Don Fuji, Genki Horiguchi, Ho Ho Lude, and Eita, a team I never knew that I needed. <laughs> The the most random array of, of wrestlers in a long, long time. Am I right? Like, yeah. I was so confused. I was like, I, I had to like, I was like, I know it's early, but why is Ata, Don Fuji, uh, Genki, and Ho Ho Loon front of the show? Oh, Great interview, right? Ho Ho Loon did a few months back. Check it on the archives, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just search Strong Style Media. Um, yeah, this. Like you said, it was the t- both teams. I didn't know I needed. You know me. You know I'm 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 not too familiar with the lore of Ultimo Dragon. You know I did. You know just visually. So you know I, I'm not like the biggest fan. I have the respect there for him, but I love this storyline, the generation of dragons, if you will, versus this random team that could possibly beat them. Uh, but Asa. <laughs> It's just so lost, but it it seemed better. It it made me happy to see him here than in a Noah ring. Yeah, so, I, I was know, like, get it, away from Gurintai over there. Wrong, no, saw wrong guy. <laughs> Tokyo. I'll take anything over that shit. My thing though is, uh, do you think Dragon Daya got the okay? Like he gave Genki the okay to do that the uh, the slingshot spots. Or do you think that was just like on the calls, like let's make this pretty boy pay for being pretty? <laughs> no, I, I think it made the most sense to do to do it on him because there's no mask, so it visually just looks better. He's so pretty. <laughs> would you risk that? Uh, it was interesting too. I, I, I would, you know, you mentioned the Noah thing, and I totally forgot to to bring it up. But uh, over um, Noah's the innovation. Uh, two days before the show on the 23rd at Sushi Kotoge and Seki Yoshioka lost the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles to the team of Yohei. And as we saw in the opener, KZ. KZ. Yeah. So KZ yeah, and Yohei. Yeah. yeah he, him and UT are the uh, Okinawa Pro for Guruk and Bass Tag Champs. And now he has the Junior Tag Titles with Yohei, of all people. In uh, for wrestling, no, which is wild. They're going to be um, at the New Year's show. Which is even crazier. He's getting that payday. Good for you, Casey. <laughs> Running that home studio. Do you think? 
and and I, I always say it now because we're at the halfway point of the show. So good, good way to kind of jump in about something else. Do you think 2023? Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to save this for after when we talk about the when we kind of rapid fire what we think of these companies because this is a future yeah. question. So never mind. Uh, then we saw Diamante with the Rutella defeat Coats and Menorah. Alex, I went four and a quarter regardless of the finish. I thought this was great. Uh, this was definitely that special attraction match where you would have a Shun Skywalker or an aforementioned KZ, you know, kind of featured, even against each other, you know, where you're just like, okay, this is where we see this company, you know, within the next couple of years. These are going to be the main components. And we've seen Diamante's growth over the last few years. Kota Minora, uh, I mean, again, like he's just a, a beast uh, you know, and, and just a cocky ass where you wouldn't really think with him and Jason Lee before. I was like, wow, they're really cool dudes. And then now he's just like the douchebags of all douchebags. <laughs> but it works. Uh, and Diamante made him pay, that is for sure. Um, but, no, I thought this was a really good match. I, I really did enjoy these two. Again, the finish just kind of threw myself, I think, uh, the announcers uh, and, and the audience and, and maybe the wrestlers for, for a, a bit of a loop. Um, I blame the camera angle as well, but I, I really did like this match. Um, and Diamante, he's, he, he wants it. You could sense that he is a, a student of the game, I guess you could that say. He like, he tight. just wants to get better and better and better. And you could see the progression, and, and it's wonderful to watch. Yeah, I'm, I really like Diamante. I'm glad they're using him. I'm glad that he's getting you know, getting enough time to do things too, which is, which is really nice. Um, and I'm glad he hasn't gone back to Mexico. You know, I'm glad he's still, he's still in Dragon Gate, not going back to CWF or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, wrestling in Pachuca or something like that. You know, he's not, uh, you know, he, he's been, in the, he's been in Dragon Gate since, you know, 2019. So he's he's been doing he's been doing a lot of stuff and you know I mean he he did a he did a run uh, he did the the Lucha Fiesta tour back in 2018 with um uh what's it where where he was in all Japan he tagged with yep. uh, Sam Adonis for a little bit there so I mean he's he's done a lot but he's never had like a like he worked a little CMLL things like that um. But he just fits in this company, man. He just I don't want to see him anywhere else. It's kind oh, of like I, I couldn't imagine like him anywhere else. Especially in Mexico. Yeesh. Yeah, it's just so good. Um then we had uh the the open the Trios Gate title. Uh we saw the team of Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Ishin. Uh, take on the Aganisu team of Shuji Kondo and Torawashi, along with Naruki Doi. Uh, Kai with the Ganaske, Mr. Ganaske clutch on Shuji Kondo with the win. Nice little payoff to when Kondo beat Kai um, in 30 seconds in the King of Gate back in the summer when Kai was champion, which we thought was going to get us a Shuji Kondo title match. Um, but I would four stars on this, man. I, it, these six man matches always deliver, and I enjoyed it all. I thought I love Ishin as this douchebag heel. It's just like <laughs> when SD Kento turned, and you're like, God, it's perfect. Oh, they're perfect. 
Oh, they're they're all perfect. I mean, Kai again having fun. Kai just he looks not not saying that he needs it to need it, but he just looks like a champion. Like he like the bravado and that cockiness of of being a zebrat and, and previously, of course, Red. Like he just exudes champion material. You just want to see him. Oh, is he going to lose it tonight? Is he going to cost his team? You know, are, are they going to drop mm-hmm. the the you know the Triangle Gate Championships? Um, did I think Doi Kondo and, and Toro Owashi? Even though I, I love me some Owashi dance moves, did I think they were going <laughs> to win? No, but I knew this was going to be a hell of a match, and and it was just everything and and then some. Um, Kai just steals the show, but Shun Skywalker, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan in, you know, kind of when he was growing and, you know, that, that baby face, but yeah, ever since that turn, it, it just works and seeing yeah. him kind of across NMLW or just random indie shows, you know, with his latest American excursion in the fall, uh, just, just made me a, a bigger fan and, and still even, in, uh, you know, matches where we saw him, you know, realize there was an injury and, you know, kind of on the on the fly, uh, no pun intended, knew where to hit those moonsaults uh, on on his opponent there. So it was Shun Skywalker is the man. Ishin, you know, like you said, he just looks like a, a guy that's waiting to break out, you know, in that demeanor, in his wrestling style. So, yeah, I, I'm all for the Z-Brats still kind of taking over, but goddamn Kai is just so, <laughs> so good. And I'm so happy he's getting his shine with Dragon Gate. That's, that's one of those things too. We, we said was until it happened, we never would have said, God, we need a Kai Dra- Dreamgate title run. And then when it happened, it was like, man, this is great. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like we would have never asked for it beforehand, but now that we've had it, it's like, thank you for putting that in our life. And, you know, like you you mentioned, ever since Shun, the end of last year, when he started going crazy and talking to himself and bringing out the um, the masquerade masks and standing them where mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, the other people who are refusing to get in the ring with them, ever since he got goofy and crazy and went heel and now a Zebrat, he's been one of, one of my favorite people. And like I said, he's going to finish very high in my wrestler of the year. Wow. And it's, it's just because... I mean, he's had so many good matches this year. Like, I can't tell you a match that he had this year that wasn't good. You know, another like four-star right here. He, like, yelled like, at the crowd or at himself mm. or air. Like, yell just where he's just, like, you know, meaning he's just exuding a character, exuding an emotion where you're just like, holy moly. This guy well, he's got that business. deep. You do not want to piss him off. He has that deep laugh too. Like before he he came to the curtain, he's like, ha, 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 ha. You're like yeah. who is this supervillain? Like he just <laughs> they figured it out something, and he figured it out, and they ran with this angle, and he has just been on another level for me. And like I said, every time I see him wrestle, he delivers. I mean, he's yeah. he's the most consistent. There's the only people that like. I'm, by no means is this my final number because I got to factor in more than just match quality with the way we do MVP. It's kind of like taking the Wrestling Observer's best bell to bell and the Flair Fez winner and putting it into one because we only have one. 
I mean, bell to bell, the only guys I think better than him in 2022 are Will Osprey, Kodoski, Takeshi, and Mike Bailey. I think those are the only three guys that I saw have a better year than him. Wow. And he just, he's just so good, man. And he, you can tell, like you mentioned with the confidence, but just how fluid he has become, how much he just gets it now. Like everything came together with that, with that heel turn. And now it's just, it's it's going to be another thing when we talk about Dragon Gate. Um, seven main event though. I went four and a half stars on this. Alex Shingo with four the and three half. defeats uh, Madoka Kakuda. BB Hulk and Shingo defeat Yamato and Kakuda. I had a small glimmer of hope that they would have uh, Madoka Kakuda pin BB Hulk. Yeah, but I knew Shingo had to be on the winning side. I'm sure it was part of the agreement. So it was what it was. And he's not going to pin Yamato. <laughs> but, man, no. when Kakuda kicked out of that made in Japan and then kicked out of that pumping bomber, I went, okay, this is starting to get on another level here. No, when <laughs> Kakuda hit that lariat on Shingo, oh I my knew God. that wasn't going to finish, but I wouldn't have been mad if that was the finish because that just caught everybody off. Uh, off guard, literally, for Shingo as well. Did you notice, as the match was going on, too, and maybe this is just me, but as the match started going on, Kakuda started just, you take five minutes in, you take ten minutes into the match, um, you know, you, you get into, you know, you start the heat, you get yep. into where that's going, you know, and then you get into the, you know, the final, final 15 minutes, you know, because the match went a little over 18 minutes. But as that match kept going, Kakuda seemed to get more confident. His shit oh, started gotcha. looking better. He seemed like he belonged. Yeah. Like he belonged. Yeah, he did. It was like everybody in the back before they walked out, they were all, you know, hit him on the chest. He said, all right, we're going to make you, kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're going to go out there and we are going to make this your match. And it was, um, I'm sorry. I still call him hip hop Kakuda. Uh, oh, yeah. Even in my notes it says hip hop, but um, they were just like, this is going to be you. We're going to put you with Shingo Takagi 62% of the match. And it's just going to be you too. Cause BB Hulk is going to be a jerk and attack his own partner. Yeah. The, immediately after this was over, I said, one of two things is going to happen. SP Kento is going to come back from excursion to beat Minorita, and then he's going to drop the title to Kakuna, or Kakuna is just going to beat Minorita, and Kakuna is going to get a Bramgate run. Whoa. Or maybe even more. I mean, this was – he felt like a main eventer when this was over. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is the epitome of, of why I always say I hate these wrestlers that can't differentiate, you know – winning and losing and everything like that. Madoka Kakuto became a made star on the losing end because sometimes that's how you get somebody over. It has nothing to do with wins and losses. They're cool aesthetically to look at, but if you can go out there and get yourself over to the point that more people are going to buy your merch and you're going to get more TV time, you could lose 100 matches and I wouldn't care. Get yourself over, he looks, and that's what he did. He looks more house since his injury. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, he looks, he looks thick. He looks like yeah. like Ben K thick before Ben K leaned back out. Oh, he 
it seems like he's bigger than Ben K now. <laughs> I, and you might be right, too. And he needs to get some bigger shorts, bigger trunks. Because <laughs> that, that, those the, butt cheeks, those hips were, were that not. That was for the ladies. <laughs> and me. Hey, let's go. He's, I'm, a, I'm a Madoka <laughs> Kakuda guy now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, Ren, uh, your main event of the, so you think the of evening. Chico coming back? What did you think of the pop? What did you think of? I mean, just everything. And I wish he would have came out to his Dragon Gate music, and I wish he would have been wearing a singlet. <laughs> yeah, the singlet would have been cool. But I, I thought he treated it exactly how you'd hope he would treat it. Um, he gave it great effort, and he made Madoka Kakuda. Like, he helped make a star mm-hmm. in there. So that – I welcome him back anytime he wants to come back. Because I, I, he's you – know you, know you know what got me, too, is obviously we're spoiled because, you know, Shingo, we get Shingo and Osprey and Shingo and Okada. So we're spoiled yep. because of those guys, too. But didn't it just feel natural watching Shingo in there in Dragon Gate? Yeah. It it honestly did. Him and in, in uh Yamato and just kind of the, the feels of, you know, fifteen years ago we were like, Huh <laughs> It just seemed like it's like, oh, it's the same guys, but it just works and they're just having fun with it. It was surreal seeing Shingo within that ring, that setup. Um just even the the commentary team, like it was just so surreal. I was like, Am I watching like an old match? I was really confused <laughs> for a while. I was like, Oh no, this is happening right now on Christmas. But it worked. Yeah. I was all for it, yeah. Love to see him back if uh they can get something set up with it. But then your main event, Yuki Ashoka Tazawa gonna show ben up. Is who? Tazawa? Tazawa, Akira Tazawa. Is he gonna show Look, up? Look every time like I said, every time I see there's a round of WWE's firings, I always had hoped Tozawa's name was on there. Damn. Just because I saw him to go back to Dragon Gate. With Japan's junior division. Oh, he could help that out immensely. Holy shit. They could use him. What would you name him and Kushida's tag team? Mm. Monster hand and mouth foot disease. <laughs> oh, making a current. <laughs> or look, if it was WWE, they'd probably call it like Monster Time. I mean, that's a cool name, though. I could see the merch. Do you re- do you remember Kushida and uh, 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 um, ACH uh, Jiro Kuroshio's tag uh, tag name? No, I don't. Or, excuse that me. Sounds like a cool thing. They call him. They call him Ikimanjiro. You don't remember what they called them in NXT? No, I and forget. Those, well, they were called. <laughs> oh my God! This company. <laughs> they were called Jacket Time. <laughs> what? Because he wore no, jackets and, and he's the Time Splitter. Time, yeah, no, I get it. That's that's why I said. Time jacket sounds cooler though. Jacket time. I, I like time jacket. That sounds way cooler. They could be taken more seriously. Could you just imagine? Uh, they're like, oh, Paul would like to see you guys. Okay. He's like, Ugh. 
I've got an idea that's going to get you guys over with against the Creed brothers. You guys are going to face Brutus and Julius. And during the feud, you're going to come out as jacket time. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Kushida's like, how many more dates do I have? (laughs) Yeah. And he He got out of there. Where, you know, he was he was like, I'm was, gonna go get a hand and foot and mouth disease <laughs> then stay in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> he was he was quick to leave New Japan when he got a chance. Boy was he quick to go back when they needed him. <laughs> um as as he didn't go to Noah. I think that would have been a, a better fit at this part of his career. But I think in New Japan it's just like it's whatever. It's like been there yeah, done. There. I don't like, care. think he, yeah, that's why I like. Like Kushida people... was cool, but I like them more as a tag team than a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Him and Shelly were fun to watch, but and that brings up me. a Noah question. I'll I'll ask you in, in the next part before we close out. But uh, main event: Yuki Yoshioka takes on Ben K. Yoshioka gets the two frog splashes for the victory. There was a yeah, good wow. point where I thought Ben K. When he hit that jackhammer and that spear. I, I was like, this guy's going to win the title. Just back and forth. Um, now that Yoshioka you... decided to hit a spear of his own. <laughs> yeah, he did. Changed Look, the you, tone of the mask. You told me you were going to punch me in the mouth uh, if I did something well. Um, <laughs> Alex, what? End of, you're like, if you tell me you did this. No, I'm no, gonna... I know what you meant, but I'm saying, what? Are you really? You're going to give it the Meltzer? The Corrigan Hall? I went the full five on this match. When this match ended, I said, I said, this is the best match in Dragon Gate all year. I knew you were going to, I knew it. When I watched, when the match finished, I was like, that's going to be Ryan's favorite match. I was going to say <laughs> that's, 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 that was my first thing. And I had to watch it again. And I wouldn't be disagreeing with you. Was it the best Dragon Gate match? I had to go through my notes, 100% um, agree. but it was very damn good. Oh my god, it was this, very damn and good. What it, sh- what what I took from it too, is they are showing that, especially with Shin Skywalker coming out after and making the next challenge, the class yeah. of 2016, all can lead this company and lead it effectively. Ben K was a great champion. I mean, he was he was doing so well when Naruto Doi beat him at 2019 Final Gate. We were shocked. Yeah. You know, wow, he was been that long since he was champion, huh? Mm-hmm. So it's been Shouldn't... three years he's been going through this microcosm of personality <laughs> yeah. change. Then Shin Skywalker has a, had that, that awesome run with the title. Yep. Um, Yuki Yoshioka now has got the title. He is proving ticket-wise that he is drawing. No. He's, he's outdrawn previous year over years. Um, and that's taking into factor COVID numbers where they're, you know, they factor in things, but he's been a draw mm-hmm. over, over year. And he is just, I mean, Oops, the, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, he's got the hair, the body, yeah, the wrestling ability. He can talk on the mic. I, you can tell if, a story if, in the mm-hmm. ring and that's what, yeah. 
So you know how, like, uh, going into, like, the 2022 NBA season, they'll do, who's your pick by the end of the season to win the MVP? And be like, oh, I think this year Luke is going to do it, or uh, Jokic is going to 3 P, you know, and they do all the predictions. This match told me that I think, as of right now, my front runner a year from now to be wrestler of 2023, depending on the, what this title reign does, is going to be Yuki Oshioka. See, spoiler alert, I didn't want you to make fun of me. Um, but after watching this match and kind of thinking of the other defenses that he's had over the year, I was like, I think Yoshioka is easily in my top seven. Yeah. Wrestlers, like of the year. Oh, he's been... Like, it can be reshuffled figure... again once I kind of go over stuff, but I mean, what, he beat Ata, he beat, you know, Mochizuki, uh, Yamato, right? Great like match. he's beat Great him. match with Yamato. Great with him. Great with Kota Minora at, at uh, yeah. you know, him and the two the two matches at Kobe. Kobe, yep. Um, also, let's not forget January 2nd, him and Daya won the tag titles. <laughs> That's right. You know, the Unmasked Dragon. Mm-hmm, they showed up and they were, you know, a team. Wasn't he in three factions as well this year? No, At they started two. with uh, decourage, just decourage, because oh, was it just decourage. Because okay. he unmasked at the last cork in the twenty twenty one, and then they showed up, and then and then uh, we saw we saw Daya beat Espy Kento for the Bravegate title that night too. So like he's been main eventing literally since the first like the first show. Just the, yeah. Wow! It, it, if it had not been for how great his tag stuff has been on top of singles with Shin Skywalker, Yoshoku would be in that Skywalker top three position for me, I think. And he still might be. I mean, you said it yourself. I mean, he's been champ for half the year. Every defense has been fantastic. The Mochizuki match uh, was tremendous. His, his title reign is his uh, Open the Dream Gate title reign. Better than Shun Skywalker's. Yes. And I and I don't put that into Skywalker's fault. I say that as they were still trying to figure out how they wanted to portray him. And it was quick. It was a very quick reign if it was if my mm-hmm. memory serves me. Yep. Because then it as went on to well. Kai. Yeah. Um I think I like Yoshioka's run more than Kai. Um but then you yet you still have Skywalker above Yoshioka in your wrestler of twenty twenty two. I think I think just because of the trio just stuff the, the, tag, the tag stuff with Diamante was where they, they beat yeah. they beat D Kirk for the titles. Um you know, he he came he did this excursion. He came over won a title at MLW. I mean he's just <laughs> <laughs> so he's just he's just had such a and, and I think it's because of the improvement over year over year with him, kind of like I was saying with the with the ticket sales with Yoshoka on top, year over year where they I, I feel like they pushed Skywalker a year too soon. We were all for it, we were excited when he came back, but he was just kind of in limbo. He did I, it didn't help that he didn't have a unit for half of the time, and in this company you really need a unit to help. Um, I think Yuki Oshoka really, really got a boost um, too when 
Madoka Kakuda became a member of Decurs. I think that really helped the the process too. But I just think overall Skywalker, maybe not. And this this goes back to what I said earlier. I think Yoshioka might be bell to bell better. But I think just what Skywalker's done, he's just done so much. No, that. I suppose, but no, I think Yoshioka, I mean, it, it all depends on, you know, how, in Puro, it seems like six months is your, your average for, for championship reigns in, in each of the companies. Um, and, you know, it, I hope it's not coming to an end, but it seems like also, again, Dragon Gates usually likes to make that surprise that kind of start off the year. Um, but you know, Shun Skywalker has definitely grown since his last championship reign. So maybe, you know, this is that time to, to run it back with that open the dream gate. So yeah, it'll be interesting. 2023 dragon gate. Uh, well, think of the build we're going to get going to that. Like that's probably going to be probably in February. Yeah. At, uh, I can't remember the February show if that's gate of destiny or not, but, um, you know, I mean, right off the Jesus. bat, we're going to get... What Did happened? Did you know that L. Lindemann is facing Kaito Ishida for the championship? Tonight? Great. Tonight? Yeah. No, but I bet you it's going to be free on YouTube, too. Oh, sorry. Tomorrow, the 30th. YouTube for free. What? Well, I'll be watching that shit for sure. We also get <laughs> Luigi Primo taking on Shima. God. Shinye Aoki's taking on Takanori Ito. I'm down for that. Yeah, Takanori Ito's tight. Um, Gringo Loco's making his presence felt down under. Interesting. Down, down under in the land of the rising sun. <laughs> Hartley Jackson, I don't know what that is, but Quiet Storm's making a comeback. Uh, Hartley Jackson was a big zero one one guy. Dude. Seahawk and Kaz Hayashi. Do you know who they're facing? Mm-mm. If you had to make a guess, I'll give you three three guesses for who this tag team is, and I will give you one hint. They're normally not a tag team, but they are in the same <laughs> faction. Is it two guys from Blood Generation? That means, but no. Like Ryuichi Kawakami and Hayato Tamura? Oh, no, no. These these are like almost household names in the Puro world. Are they wrestling two former Suzuki Yun members? No. That'd be dope, though. Man. Um, but you're getting astronaut? warmer. No. Uh, Sonata and Bushi. Oh, Wow. Wow. On the same show as Luigi Primo. Shiva. Is is Alex Zane there? They're going to do the sauce arts again? Sauce arts. No, but um, <laughs> so really quick wrap up final gate. I, I think as you mentioned, I don't know what route they go, but if, if we get to look forward to our first big match in 2023 for Dragon Gate, Yoshioka mm-hmm. and uh, Shin Skywalker Dragon Gate you're on the right track to start Because that would be sick 
Um, oh, let's so let's go let's go to that. Uh, we've kind of we basically I think already recapped 2022 at Dragon Gate by just that look back. But 2023, couple questions I got for you is one. Okay. Um, we we kind of talked about Madoka Kakuda, so that gets that out of the way. Do you think this could be the year that KZ finally gets the big push? <laughs> Seems like you bring that up every year. And, uh, and, I, and I, go... I, I say it for this reason. If Yuki Yoshioka beats... the crossover with Nelly? No, no. Well, I mean, I guess if Rungai's booking, but if, if, if you're booking, do you have Yuki Yoshioka? Does he beat Shun Skywalker? Do you keep the title on him? Um, I think in a perfect world, you give him that year-long title reign. So he goes to Kobe world then, essentially. Okay. So now, realistically, you're running out of opponents. I think your March at – I think March is uh, – I wish I could remember these damn names. I never – Dangerous – or May, whatever. It doesn't matter, whatever. But, but Dead or Alive? Yeah, Dead or Alive is is one of them too. They're Isn't leaving my May? mind. I think that is May. Yeah, I think I think you give Diamante a shot. Can I see where he's going? Yep, I don't. He doesn't need to win, but I think that's a feasible opponent for him. Mm-hmm. So now, where do you go after that? To me. Your next logical answer is it's KZ. KZ. Or you go? Do you go Madoka, Madoka Kakuda? I think it depends on how they continue to build Kakuda, um, mm-hmm. which I think is a very strong uh, upward direction there. But I mean, like I said, in a perfect world, it'd be a year. But I think the most logical and sensical choice right now, but it's hard because he's he's bringing in those gates, no pun intended, um, mm. to their event. So it's like, do you possibly stop that to see if Shun Skywalker's growth has reached out to that audience to kind of see um, if, if that builds, you know, uh, to, to the crowd there. But I, I, I think Yoshioka... I think it's something you got to build. KZ, is he going to be the most opportune wrestler? Is it finally KZ time, uh, if you will? I would say yes. He has grown on me definitely over the last, you know, year and a half, uh, comparable to uh, when he faced June Skywalker as a uh, special attraction oh, match God. probably about four years ago, um, which I think was like one of your favorite matches. Ever. That was 2019 um, Kobe. That was the Ben K. Yeah. When he uh, shooting Skywalker jump land on the top rope like Shelton did that 180 headbutt yep. and ate that European uppercut. God, that was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? And re- real quick, folks, um, uh, if you're listening live, probably going to get cut off in about a minute. Uh, we the 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 rest of the show will be on the podcastable region as we wrap up here for you. So make sure to tune in and catch uh, our thoughts, kind of our rapid-fire kind of thoughts about the the, the companies we've watched and the, that we talk about going into the new year. And also, as Alex said, uh, no time frame yet, but Saturday we should 
should uh, find a time where we'll come on and preview Noah the New Year, um, as he said. So I just want everyone to be aware of what's going on. But I, I guess that leaves you with one other person. You have this guy win King of Gate, so you're not doing face-face. You have a reason to do face-face. But mm-hmm. if you if you get if by this point there is cheering crowds, which should hopefully be starting, I would think everywhere soon, because they're you know they're getting to do it at the Tokyo Dome now, shit like that. Do you have Dragon Daya when King of Gate? You do Daya versus Yoshioka at Kobe World. See, I thought that I, I was thinking, do you go that route just because again, long term storytelling? Crowd will uh, get up. The crowd would definitely eat it up. You could totally do a dragon-esque storyline, not saying that they have to don the masks again, but you could see, you know, kind of different plot points, you know, kind of leading up to it where masks are found around the arena or or the ring or something like that. And then it says, no, we are, you know, we are who we are now. And this is, you know, what we're going to be. And I think that could be another big Omega Powers, you know, type of match, if you will. And you don't um, have to split him up then. You don't have to do the proverbial turn. No. He just, he wins yeah. the tournament. And after he wins the tournament, he comes out and goes, well, shit, looks like it's us. And yeah. they kind of laugh about it. And they kind of pound knuckles and go, I guess we'll see you at Kobe, man. Bring your skateboard, bro. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I think it'll be, again, I, I, I think we can map that out for the next six months. And, you know, like you said, does he, you know, run out of opponents? I, I don't think so. I think you could run a few back. I just feel bad for your Aces and your Ben Kays, um, because Ben Kays trying so hard. But I think he can do anything. I mean, as he's proven since a damn near three years since he yeah. won the title, which surprises me. Um, he can he can adapt. He can change. Um, and he and most importantly, he can make it work. He sells it correctly. Um, I, I never, never would have thought gold class would have, would have been too big of a hit. I think I even times, uh, but I, I thoroughly well, enjoyed the presentation. I enjoy it so much. It started with Naruki Doi and Kaito Ishida. And I'm like, holy shit. Is this, did they go, Hey Ryan, who do you want in a faction? And I was like, well, obviously <laughs> Doi and Kickboy. And now they're gone. And, and not only are they gone, but I was like, I don't like this shit at all. And then now yeah. Vita Rita and Kota Minora and Ben K. <laughs> I love it. I like. I, yeah. I want to. Um. I want to contact Hall and be like, Hey, man. You know, what do you got for Gold Class? <laughs> and, hey, can by you the send way, some Gold Roses over? <laughs> by By the way, too. Uh, let me. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me say this. Um, did you, did you notice during the, um, during the, when, when the, when the sound wasn't working, Ho-Ho Lou's like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, right, I just got a message that, that we're back. No, I didn't hear that. I fast forwarded a little. It was during the opener? Oh! <laughs> I thought I just... it was something with my stream, but then I, and then I caught volume, and so I rewound to like 20 seconds or whatever. Sunday, 2.21 a.m. It's back on. English is good. Heart. Uh, I didn't see this. Monday, 3.07 a.m. Thank you for pointing out the live stream last night. You, I got your back, Ho-Ho Loon. You should have shouted us nice. out in the air for doing it. So I was like, dude, you're good. You guys are good. He's like, thank you, man. 
Let's go. <laughs> That's tight. I would reinstall Twitter just to read that. That's really cool. <laughs> um, so I just, it, it, you know, that, that leads me to the last guy before I move on then with the next company. Do we get what I asked for this year? Could it be the summer of Ata? Is that how you re-engage Ata? Uh, no, I think he's going to be in more wackier uh, yeah. <laughs> than than we saw at at final gates here. Uh, no, I, I think you you kind of let Ata still simmer a little bit. Maybe Ata is more of a fall character, I would say. Uh, more more than anything, um, I think he's just looking to recharge. Um, not only you know the the character, but you know mentally as well. And you know he's been you know doing the Noah thing, double dipping here and there. It was kind of weird seeing him in in a Dragon Gate ring, like you were saying. You know with Shingo, it just felt right to me. It felt right seeing Ata, even though it was the most hodgepodge of matches on both sides, really. Um, you know, but he was still engaged in it, and then he wasn't engaged. Then he would get back, you know. So he's, it's been a strange year for Ata. Uh, more stability in 2023, we're all hoping for. Um, the summer, maybe not. The fall, I could definitely see. It's, it's, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued with just how well, as, as we've talked with, with Dragon Gate, how well – they have set up their future going. As you move mm-hmm. in to 2023 now, Yuki Yokushoka, Ben K, and Shin Skywalker, 2016 class. Madoka Kakuta is getting pushed. I think you pulled the trigger on him. If you want to showcase someone and keep building him, and then you have him beat uh, Yoshioka, I, I think that would be the story. So just just more just more good stuff. And you you know, Diamante comes in out of nowhere. You know, uh, obviously we saw the man, the myth, the legend, Yo, Yoshiki Kato in his second match. Kaito Nagano, oh, we're gonna get SP Kento <laughs> back from excursion. We're gonna get Takumi Fujiwara uh, back from excursion. I mean just just tremendous stuff top to bottom all all over that shows that this company just gets what you're supposed to be doing with your talent. You know what I mean? I, think I, you're I love it. Ocean. God bless America. Tonight, okay, I will say Final Gate definitely put them in, in on a pedestal with what they delivered to close out. But, I mean, I guess we can kind of do a quick talk with it now. It's. I think it's between them and the same same company. I always have a conundrum with who I'm putting at one. Uh, them or Stardom. I mean, we're we're two hours away from Stardom. Alex presumably Julia gets the rub tonight. She goes out yeah. there. Is is this the year that you know Utami is going to get cycled down? I think. I think Siori gets cycled down, which is good, so you can kind of put them out of the way for a minute, which is fine. They don't, yeah. they won't lose anything by it. Um, we already both proclaimed that we hold my my Himi um, when Michael and Himika get the get the match against um, uh, Tam and Natsupoi against Maltier. 
but yeah. as something I kind of wanted to just bring into just bring into fruition, so it was out there, so you can kind of think about it a little bit because I know as as you're like, hey, I wish I would have known this, so I could have thought about it. I'm like, sorry, last minute, I was just typing and I didn't stop typing. Um, do do we see this as the year where whether it's the Cinderella tournament, which you could lose, you know, Mariah won the Cinderella tournament and lost to Sayakamatani. So they don't have to be, you know, for the white belt. Is this the year mm-hmm. we see, does the starlight come out this year? Does starlight kid win oh. Cinderella? Does she get to a grand prix final? Does, you know, or, you know, God forbid, does she finally beat Mayu Iwatani and they elevate her? I mean, is this the year they they really try to go? Or, or do you think it's, look, you're 21. We have plenty of time. You're, you seem to be in no rush. We're in no rush. Let's just keep the trajectory going. Because I tell you what, there's a reason she was number 10 on that PWI. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think it's more of a a rush per se, but I, I, I think it's definitely her her time. Um I, I think she's paid her dues and she's only what would you say, twenty one years old. Yeah. And and you look at you know and not to cut you off but you look at how fast they, they pushed Utami, nineteen to twenty one or twenty one to twenty three or whatever, she was already champion. Yeah. You know, in like two years. So they've done this, but they just haven't done it with Starlight. Is kind of where I, where I went met with that too. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely I, I could see it. Uh, I, I think anyone can see it. Would she face and beat Julia for it? I would. I would say no. I would say it's something again more more spooky time. Uh, <laughs> come come <laughs> the fall uh, for Moonlight Kid there and. You know, kind of getting that turn. No, um, I. I mean, if she does the unmasking, if she if she goes that dire route, uh, yeah, maybe then she is that that person that that white meat baby face uh, to you know kind of take on the badass that is Julia. So um, a lot of different you know things that could be in play. Uh, you know, let's not forget. Oh yeah, we can get Sasha or sorry, Mercedes Monet. Versus Julia, or versus Holy Starlight. Shit. Hey, sign me up for Starlight Kid and and <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> things or whatever she's gonna go by. But uh, ever since yeah, the- Starlight has done a way to tie, even in her entrance, she has so much more positive charisma rather than forced energy than before. Yeah. I feel like too, like she's just feeling herself. She knows she is good. And, you know, these, they, and it ironically ties to Dragon Gate. We know why Drake, what Dragon Gate's MO is with a lot of their stuff, too, is they like to find handsome young men that attract the women. You know, stardom finds attractive women that draw men. It's, they, they sell, in a way, you could say they sell sex appeal, which is fine because apparently it doesn't matter who you are, they're going to train you to be amazing because that's just what they do in these companies. Um, so that's why I say my, my thought is Starlight Kid goes the Dragon Gate route because I'm sure she's an attractive young lady under the mask. 
she unveils it, wows people, just like, you know, Dragon, Dragon Diet takes off the mask and there's women fainting. You know, Yuki Yoshioka takes off the mask and, the, and his T-shirt, by the way, and there's women fainting. Yuki Yoshioka yeah. is what I strive to be uh, in 2023. I mean, that guy is just chiseled. Um, but I just I see Starlight Kid being this just just this perfect figure with it, and it it just leads me to does she finally beat Mayu? Maybe in a Cinderella final for a white or a red belt barring Mayu beating Sayakamatani or, or Julia being the next singles champ, or maybe because I don't think that she just randomly is going to beat her in a block match. I think it's a block final, a Cinderella final, something like that. Like it's going to be meaningful. Is does she at least get that? Does she beat Mayu one on one finally, or does she even get to a draw aspect with her one on one? Oh, I think I lost Alex. That's not good because my computer uh, screen has crashed. And I can't turn the feet off. <laughs> no. Um, so I, I guess I'm, I'll just I'll leave it with that. Where I just feel like I feel like Starlight gets that kind of a rub. Just like I feel as well that another person. I think they're going to finally decide it's the right time to do more than just the high speed with. Is I think we see Azumi start to start to expand her wings, start to do more with Queen's Quest. I think we, we see Azumi start really putting her foot into one of those white belts or red belt pictures. Same thing as Starlight Kid. Does she win a tournament? I don't know. But I think the company knows that they got to keep, keep making stars because they're so good at it. So why not keep developing more and more talent? Um, I'd like to go to Noah. This is the company that has been it's on a weird trajectory. On the first, Kaito uh, Ishida or Kaito Kiyomi, excuse me, defends the GHC title against Kano. Yeah. These guys have been. Whoa, you're back! Damn, I heard you. Whoa, I heard you again. Are you still there? Yes, Kano. Go ahead. Whoa. Holy shit. I thought I was on an island by myself because I can't see my computer monitor. My computer monitor is doing that stupid thing. Did you catch it all what I said about uh, Azumi? Uh, a little bit. I had to go to the uh, little boy's room. Oh, okay. That's fine. It, it wasn't a big I was just saying I could see Azumi leaving that high-speed title picture and, and going the starlight route of maybe start dabbing into a bigger title. But, oh, nice, um, yeah. No. So you had mentioned, I'm glad you're back, because then I can actually discuss this with you instead of just me ranting. You brought up the, you know, you, we, we talked Jake Lee. Um, do you think if Jake Lee would have would would go to Noah instead of New Japan because he has that MMA background would be a better fit because – I don't know, do you think guys like Fujita and Masakatsu Funaki would actually respect him? I was about to say maybe it'll be showcased a little bit better in Noah. Yep. 
um, given a better presentation than than it was in all Japan. Uh, just Jake Lee always just seems so out of place. Like that was always that's been my my only gripe. I yeah, that's like, a you good know, point. Progression, but he just always just was like, why am I here? Doesn't no he seem like the awkward you know? weird kid? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like you could see him being like. A teenager to a gawky teenager to a gawky adult to, like, I grew this mustache and curled my hair. What do I do now? <laughs> I'm going to change my group name three times two months. And he then I'm going to leave. He doesn't – he doesn't he, – okay, let me ask you this here. Let me, maybe this is a better way to form it with Jake Lee. Is it not so much the gimmick as he just has no confidence in himself? Like, doesn't it feel like he's just no confidence in anything he's doing? Uh, I wouldn't say he has lack of confidence. I think you have to have confidence in yourself to perform in front of, you know, any amount of people. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I I would say it's more of just he wanted out. Like, he just seemed like, again, just out of place where maybe he just wasn't happy in that facet. He was seeing every every other company gaining steam all over the world, but it was just, you know, if you weren't Kenzo Miyahara or Suwama with the pencil, first <laughs> uh, tag partner with the pencil, um, shout out Violent Giants, where, yeah, I I, I think, you know, and he was given opportunities. Yeah. Uh, does the kind of play in that role? Maybe, but... I, I think just a, a new environment's gonna gonna help Jake Lee. Hopefully, we can finally see the potential we've always seen. Now, the MMA thing—I don't know if that's gonna warrant a big character change, but who knows? Just because, again, I'm not too familiar with that MMA background of Jake Lee. When you said that, I was like, "What?" News well, to and, me. And that's the one thing too that always always got me with it is like we'd see signs of, like, I don't want to say greatness, because that's such the cliche way to word it, but, like, you would mm-hmm. see signs of what he could be, and you're like, yes. okay, that's it. Why yes. have we not seen this? Where has this been? And then it goes yeah. away. And it wouldn't be, the, and it wouldn't be like, consistent. That was the issue. It was more like, oh, wow, it would be, like, February. And then you're like, ooh, something's different. And then it's like, I don't know, August. And you're like, wait, what? Because <laughs> like, it's just been the same shit. Yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I, I think New Japan, he would get lost in the shuffle. He would be a shiny toy, but I don't think he gets a pop. I honestly don't. I think at a smaller Noah show, he would get maybe a, oh. But I think yeah. New Japan, I think quiet, honestly. Yeah, I mean they didn't even um, want to use them on the damn on in the G one alternate. Um, so I mean if that right there, I mean like you said, if they sign them to you know a scale deal uh, and say you know prove it, Shingo can prove it because he's he's been doing it ever since. But again, that was just their way of bringing in an outsider. Um, yeah, I I think J- I don't think Jake Lee would would fit in DDT. You know, that's a microcosm of, I don't know, seven different styles of pro wrestling. Um, and I, I think he just needs something more of a bigger, I don't want to say spotlight, but a bigger, um, 
just kind of audience than what All Japan was having. As for, as you, so it seems, I don't, I don't know All Japan's numbers, but just even the presentation, I think, will make Jake Lee seem better. Because otherwise you watch an All Japan show, it's like you're watching a high school gym wrestling match. Where Noah, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Noah definitely has, I mean, with the money behind him, they definitely have that production. That is so true. Do Do you think Jake Lee... Should maybe maybe try maybe try his luck and go to like a like a great. Um, if he doesn't even want want him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if he want if he doesn't want to be tied down, yeah, run, run that, uh, you know, kind of interpromotional type of run or independent run or whatnot. I say come to the states. Honestly, I say you yeah, why do a not? random couple of months, you know, here and there. And, you know, maybe don't sign right away. Maybe you wait until tournament season in the spring, summer, um, and, and see what, what you can cook up. Um, yeah, I, I he's still it's, relatively it's, young. I think he's still finding himself. Uh, whether that's confidence, maybe. But I, I think it's a lot more of an overall presentation. Uh, it's been changed, yes, but I, I, I think it definitely needs a lot more tinkering. And uh, where else can you do that than in the uh, great U.S. of A.? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's 33 years old. He'll be 34 next year. Um, oh, that reminds me of I mean, he's not he's young. older than Okada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they're, wow. you know, the time is ticking on, yeah, uh, on Mr. Lee Che Gong. Uh, here on what he's gonna do. I I I don't know. I think I think they got. I I I more and more am starting to warm up to the idea of what I said was putting, put him in Lij, give him a year, see what he can do. If he's nothing more than Chase Owens, so be it. You got a good hand that can job. <laughs> if look, if you wanted to tell me that that you're gonna get that you're gonna give me a willing to lose when needed Jake Lee as one of my job guys, instead of having to use bad luck folly and I could pay him the same. I would much rather. Yeah. I'd much rather put him on the card than bad luck folly. At least the match should be good. True. I just, I think your one issue is he's going to come in and be like, look, I just won the triple. I just won the, the champion or, you know, I, I was a triple crown champion twice last year. You know, I'm really good. I want a, I want a Royal Rose, or not, or the Royal Road. You know, I've been, I've been a, I've been a champion. Like, he's done so much, but done nothing at the same time. So yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah. Noah is the way, and Noah could use that fresh, fresh blood. Like, I know you're not a I mean, Kaito Kiyomiya. No, right? him and Kaito very good. I mean, him and any Kiyomiya, Kitamiya. Any of those Ia's uh, chaps, I, I think, would be a good Jake Lee, uh, you know, opponent there. But I, I don't know. Like, I think Kento Miyahara, he's New Japan. He just oozes that company. He oozes that style. Man. Um, and those – for Jake Lee, for some reason, it just seems like Noah – or like you were saying, though, great. I mean, yeah. just reading those four, four matches out of uh, it seems like there's twelve on that card and or tomorrow night, um, where I'm like, huh, interesting. You know, you, you know kind of is? build around 
still kind of forming, but you you hit the nail on the head. You hit the fucking nail on the head, Alex. This is why you're great. This is why you're gleet. Um, (laughs) What are you supposed to do when you're not comfortable in exactly what it seems like you're doing charisma wise, and you go in there with and and and. I'm going to use a phrase that I can't stand because he's one of my least favorite wrestlers over the last decade, but it's the epitome of what this is. He's in there with the ear of worlds and I'm not talking about Bray Wyatt, but (laughs) if, if you had to take, if you had to say, okay, I need you to pick any wrestler in the world who's charismatic enough that can make people who have no idea what wrestling is or anything suddenly get on their feet and be excited for somebody or this and that. I need you to just pick somebody to go out there right now. You're going to put Kento Miyahara out there. Yeah. That guy is, as you said, the oozing of, he is the epitome of charisma. And you put Jake Lee, who's like, well, I'm here to fight. And Miyahara is still in the entryway in two minutes, and he's got his own clap for the clap crowd so they can identify him instead of his opponent. And he's looking at the camera, and he's shaking the camera, and he's leaning on the rope, and he's doing his day. If you're Jake Lee, you're suddenly half an inch tall. Like, you, me, you know what? Okay, here's here's a tag team uh, 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 a tag team follow up question to your tag team question you asked me about with Sonata and Bushi. I'm wearing the T-shirt of a tag team that I thoroughly enjoy. Can you tell me what team it was? Hint: I it, said it about the great match. Is it the the astronauts? Yep, I'm wearing my Takuya No More and Fuminori Abe T-shirt. Kento Miyahara oh, yeah. tagged with Takuya Nomura in the, the tag league this year. And Takuya Nomura looked like a fucking geek. Because here he is in his black trunks, very basic. All right, you know, I'm a goddamn fantastic wrestler, one of the best in the world. And Kento's just, wow, 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 Takuya Nomura, who's twice the wrestler Jake Lee is, look like a bum. And I'm going, damn, <laughs> does, does my guy Takuya Nomura literally have that lack of charisma? Because he's getting oh, wow. alive right now. The only way you're topping that charisma of Kento in all Japan is if you grab his tag partner from next stream and you hit me with that, baby, hit me with the big bird. He forgot you may have swinging the shirt. Do, 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 do. You don't bring that out. <laughs> or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or another so, one if you have Suwama do the booking. Yeah, this is Suwama goes, I don't care about your charisma. I got the pencil. That's why he's always pointing at himself and his Suwama. He's pointing at himself because <laughs> he's booking it. What do you, what do you, what do you, you know, you know, kind of, kind of finishing up Noah then, you know, because Jake Lee was obviously a big talk with it. What, I mean, Moon is gone. What do you want to um, see from this company? Kaito, Kaito Kimi is your champion who I've been saying they need to actually push and push correctly because whether people are happy or not about him, he's, he is your future ace. He's got a gimmick, and his gimmick is kind of stupid because they're just making him be Muda, and it drives me nuts, but I still like the matches. Yeah. Is, just you know what I want to see for Noah? 
You want to know uh-huh. who I see as their future is Masa Kitamiya. Hell uh, yeah, I made brother. that joke earlier. But he's Let's the guy go. where I'm like, okay, give him a run. Not saying that the GHC right away, but give him, you know, that national. Um, yeah, I, I think this is the guy, your, your dark horse. This is a guy you can push. He He's proven. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not only can he run with one of the best factions in there, but he can go against his uh, his former stable mates and and kick ass. He can have yep. their first stage match against Nakajima um, with no audience and ah, make it seem like it's on a giant spectacle <laughs> of a stage. Uh, but it just seemed like it was at a random bar for like a DDT shoot. And they're like, yeah, you can shoot with us. Um, or you know, he's also facing you know KG Muto. You know, just, you know, over the last couple of years. So, I mean, he's a guy that's built his resume up. Now it's like, okay, give me the job. Give me the, you know, give me the bag per se um, and and let me run with it. And I think he's definitely a guy that can can be really good for that company as one of the main. Yes. Do you think... What's the percent? Like, and obviously we're going to preview the show Saturday, so I don't want to like make it, you know, make it like a, a giant big deal. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have it like take too much time because I think we can think more and analyze it much better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kaito Kiyomiya wins the N one voyage or N one victory, and he defeats Keno for the title uh, September twenty fifth. Kano had a mm-hmm. 90, like 94 day, 93 day, something like that reign. There's no chance Kiyomi is losing, right? No. Okay. So I think, I think that's the I don't easiest. Think so. And, I and don't it makes so. sense too. Like his first, you know, his first title reign back in 2018, he held it for 384 days before losing it at the, the one four show when, when Noah went against the 2020 uh, Okada Shingo, I think, show or Okada Osprey. Goshiyazaki beat him, held it 400 some days. What, then it went to that the fucking Muda win, which showed me nuts. Marafuji won, Nakajima won it. Nakajima got his eardrum by Fujita. Fujita then got, mm. what was it, got COVID, if I remember right. So yeah. then Shiyazaki, Shiyaz, who did Shiyazaki beat? I think he beat Kiyomiya, I think, for the vacant title. Then it's not, yeah, because then Cyberfight, Kojima won it. Kenobi, Kojima, and then Kaizuki Amiya won it. So, <laughs> do you let Kaito Kiyomiya run the entire 2023 calendar as your champion, have about a 450-day reign going into 2024, or who's the guy who comes in and takes the title from him? Who's who's the guy in your roster uh, giving him another shot to? Do you give Nakajima another chance if he stops knocking people Jack out? Jack Morris. Jack Morris. <laughs> Hey, it could happen. He's been great in that cup. Look, he I know. Beat I, I'm not even being facetious. I, I think that's a guy. I mean, it depends. It, it depends on who they, who, who you look at building. Um, in a perfect Night world, one of the tournament. Aura? He beats. Does he, he make beats. another appearance Ooh, to win? Oh shit! Maybe not. But wouldn't that's that be tight? That's a good one. That's a really good. He probably doesn't. I think you're right. You know, I don't think he does. But man, like okay, so so let me put this as an over under with the current Noah roster. Over under, mm-hmm. Kiyomiya 
lose it to a title, loses the title to somebody on their roster currently, or does he lose it to somebody that gets brought in before the year's over? Ooh, Let me ask tough. you that with their current state. Yeah, it is. It's real tough. Looking at the current, does Go Shiozaki get another run with it? Does he get his sixth run? I was about to say, I mean, Shiozaki's had, you know, enough cool off where I think yes. He's uh, a, I wouldn't, he is the only guy with five I, I I don't think he's the one to beat him. I think he's the guy to beat the guy who beats Kiyomiya, uh, if that makes sense. I don't think mm-hmm. he's the one to, to beat him now unless he goes on a real hot streak. And, you know, he's, he's putting on banger after banger. Um, God, I haven't seen Go Shiozaki in a ring in, in a singles match, it seems like, in a while. Um, so, you know, who, who knows? <laughs> um, but, no, I, I think he's the guy that, that gets it after – um, the guy who beats Kiyomiya, but I'm I'm kind of looking at this roster. Um, I mean, Rob Van Dam's a possibility. I forgot he's with <laughs> Noah. Will it happen? Probably not, but that'd be tight. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, that would be interesting. Um, does, you know, Takashi Segura, does he go for that? No, he's too busy being a, a great tag team. Um you know, with with Kojima there, so I mean, I I don't know. It, it's interesting. Yeah, very I'm, very. I'm really, really confuses how it goes. Um, this Friday, I think at uh, midnight. No, eleven eleven p.m. Uh, tomorrow uh, tomorrow night at eleven p.m. So forty seven hours from now or whatever. Uh, Muda Nakamura press conference is going to be free on YouTube. Wow. Um, wow. I mean, is is that, who's you gonna know? probably not Tanaka. Nah. God, I don't think anyone but uh, Masaki Tamiya is the one that's going to save us all from from Kiyomiya, Kaito Kiyomiya's reign of, of terror. I'm looking at this card here. Obviously, we'll preview this on Saturday. Two, four, six, eight... 10, 11 matches on this show. Jeez. 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Yasutaka Yano against Taishi Ozawa. Yone Saito and Tanaguchi against Itamura and Naba and Kitamiya. Alejandro, Leon, and Mac against Kondo. Excuse me, Tanaski and uh, High 69. We get M3K, Susumu, Masaki, and Mochi Jr. against... Uh, Hiho del Dr. Wagner, Sushiko Togiseki, Yoshioka, Funaki Nakajima, Soya, and Ohara against Dosawa Rungai, Kendo Kashin, I'm going to throw up, Kazuyuki Fujita, uh, and X. God, they're going to bring in another one of their friends. Jet Morris, Timothy Thatcher, that could be cool. Yeah, going to be a good match. Uh, Amakusa was the former... I can't remember who he was. Was he? I can't remember. He was under a mask before. Due to be a walkie. Uh, tag well, title match, X, though. Let's go, let's go to two matches back. What if that X is uh, Minoru Suzuki? Okay, that would be really cool, but I don't I don't want him hanging out with those fucks. That <laughs> <laughs> would be really cool. Just, oh, my God. So could I you imagine? Like... Oh, God. No, I don't want that to happen. Because... He'll get into a fight with Nakajima, and he'll go, ha, 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 and then Nakajima will really slap him, and he'll knock Suzuki unconscious. No, we don't want that. Fuck. He's never going to win the title again. 
<laughs> I I forgot about this tag title match. Sugara Kojima defending against. The... What's that? What's that? Uh, Sugara and Kojima defend the titles against Mara Fuji and Kenta. Mara. Kenta Fuji. Yeah. Yohei KZ defending against Ogawa and Ata. Kiyomiya Kanoa and then Muda Nakamura's going to headline. I'm all for it. That's surprising. 11 matches. Uh, yeah, it's going to be... And it's not a wrestling universe. Yeah. 100% is. Even better. So Noah is one that's hard to really predict as we've kind of talked about because their roster is... It's, it's, it's so hard for me, Alex, to predict it. And I say that too being they might be my favorite roster. Like if you look at the top down because Kano, Nakajima, Shiyazaki, Kiyomiya, like I, Sugera, these are some of my favorite wrestlers. Marafuji. Yep. But then again, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck. Like if it was up to me, I would just have Nakajima as the champion, but they're not going to do that because it's, it's, it's like the best company ran by the worst people. And I don't know how to decipher it. <laughs> <laughs> um, not much time left. We got 20 minutes left in here. Um, Really quick, All Japan Pro Wrestling, I want to bring them up. Uh, they had their Christmas Day show, and I have no idea based off of the Christmas. Did you watch the Christmas show? No. Probably, no I, yeah, and I don't blame you. I didn't even tell you I was going to watch it. I watched this Christmas Day show, and I have no idea in fuck of where to say that this company's going. Opener, Kaz Hayashi defeated Rising Hayato, so he suddenly was there. We had a vo- Voodoo Murders and Gun Gear of Anarchy eight-man tag, but... Sotero Ashino's injured, so I don't know where they're going with that. Uh, best oh. part, Noyoyo Nomura squashed Yoshitatsu in a buck 47, so that rules. <laughs> that um, makes me happy. But then, but then six-man tag, and, and as we know, a lot of these guys are done at the end of the, the uh, starting January 1st, but since he was still there, they booked him. We got the team of Black Mensore, Toro Yano, and Tajiri. Defeating Dan Tamura, Yuji Nagata, and Tomoaki Honma. Tajiri, you say? Yeah, with Yano. Is that his last match then? Might be, probably. Then we get uh, the team of Hakuto Amore, Ryo Inoue, and Yuma Anzai. He is the young boy that picked All Japan over New Japan that Yuji Nagata is like horny for that thinks is going to be like the uh-huh. next Antonio Inoki. And he's lab- like he's staying in All Japan because he's trying to get this Yuma Anzai to leave with him to New Japan. Um, Anzai, for whatever reason, doesn't want to do it and loves All Japan. So they already have him in different color. He's wearing purple for his young boy stuff. Um, but they lose to the team of Kosei Fujita, Ryohei Oiwa, and Yuto Nakashima, three New Japan Young Lions on this show. So three Young Lions come in and beat Hokuto Omori, who was part of Total Eclipse, mm-hmm. um, and Infants Treblay, and the two All Japan Young Boys. Makes no sense to me. And the, the New Japan Young Lions were like, Stiffing the shit out of them and acting like they were big timing them. It was the oddest fucking Ooh. thing I've ever seen. Weird. The, it, this felt like Game Changer Wrestling, where it, it was a big show where all their people lose the outside talent, like where Jeff Jarrett comes in and beats Effie and shit like that. Then we had Takeo Mori, who's now booking, losing to Noah's Manabu Soya out of nowhere. Uh, then, because of Suwama's women's company portion of the thing, they brought in uh, Maya Yukihi, 
She's fantastic. And Mayumi Ozaki, uh, the, the person who started uh, Oz Academy, they tagged with Suwama to defeat two, Team 200 Kilograms, Chihiro Hashimoto, and you, uh, who we'll see tonight, you in 7-Up. Um, uh, and Shuji Shikawa, randomly. And then your main event went to a 30-minute time limit draw as the team of Atsuki Aoyagi, Kento Miyahara, Taichi, and Yoshinabu Katamaru. Um, what? Got a draw against Yuma what? Aoyagi, Jake Lee, Bushi, and Sonata. <laughs> what the? This is the weirdest what? show. This, that's why, why I is the forbidden it. door? Why is this metaphorical forbidden door like just being kicked all over the place now? Like this is insane. Like there's Japan never really did these crossovers yeah, really until. I couldn't wait to bring this up because you're like, guess who was in Gleet? Bushi and Sonata. Well, guess who was in all Japan? I counter you with Bushi and Sonata. Bushi. Jake Lee and Yuma Aoyagi. And the, the crazy part about all this is at one point they have Sonata in there with Kento Miyahara. And Kento yeah. Miyahara yeah. makes Sonata look like a bigger fucking geek than we've already thought it was. Which doesn't wow. help. And then they balance with Yuma Aoyagi on that side. And Aoyagi looks like a bigger star than Bushi, Sonata, and Jake Lee. So once again, it's two guys we've praised, Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi, outshining his younger Aoyagi brother, Bushi, Sonata, Lee, Katamaru, and Taichi. So now All Japan is back to square one where they have two guys that are incredible stars and don't have anything they can do with them, even bringing in outside established talent. It just, I don't, All Japan can't win. They can't fucking win. They're gonna. When do they fold? I mean, there's a lot of reshuffling. Uh, Takeo Mori apparently is taking the book. Suwama stepped away from a lot of the booking, and he's gonna focus on their women's division that they're building. So it seems like there's a lot of things moving. Taichi, as I or Tajiri, as I mentioned, leaving. He's living in Malaysia now. Um, no Sauron guys out of there now. Um, or might be back in there. I don't know. That's why Izanagi left. But I, I, I leave it up to this point as kind of the, the quick talk with the company, and this is where I want to go with it, to ask you, if this company continues to fail the entire year and we're sitting here <clears throat> a year from now, episode 260 or whatever the hell it might be, if we use specials, and they have decreased in ticket sales, decreased in fans, and decreased in viewership, does Kento Miyahara finally leave? I think so. I think it's the Which, smartest decision. I think he'll get more yen. What's I, the I best think, fit for him? What's that? What's the best fit for Kento Miyahara? Oh, I, I New Japan easily. If you put him in New Japan, what do you do with him? Where do you? How do you book him? Where does he start? I think right away. You, is like the heart says Okada. I mean, I think that's your dome match. I don't think you need a title because I think Okada can take an L and still be protected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you put, you got to put him against a, an Osprey, a Shingo, an Okada. I don't even think a Naito. I think a Shingo in that um, a little bit more. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind seeing Kento and and Tetsuya Naito, but Honestly, 
let's be real. We can I can imagine a Kento Miyahara with you know being a Los Ingobernable, uh, you know member. Um, that that's the thing. Like I I just don't know what faction he could be in. Him and and you know uh, Ryosu Taguchi. Sadly, I could see them being a, oh, God. a weird of a partnership. <laughs> God, no but, uh, bright uh, red uh, underwear. I got one for you. But, but yeah, I, tell me, tell me how you would think of this. New Year's Dash. We see, you know, four baby faces. You get, you know, you have a uh, Okada, Goto. Uh, Yoshihashi and I don't know some other guy you know are all celebrating their victory as New Year's Dash ends and four guys in masks come in jump them take them all out boom 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 and after they all jump them you're thinking oh here comes four guys to join Bullet Club or something like normal and all of a sudden the one guy opens up a like poster and in kanji or whatever English, whatever you want, it says next stream. They take off the masks and it's Jake Lee, Yuma Aoyagi, Atsushi Aoyagi, and Kento Miyahara. And they all come as next stream to Feud of Chaos. Wow. Huh. Good old next stream. <clears throat> you now get the Aoyagi, Yuma Aoyagi in there. And you got something yeah. for Jake Lee to do where he doesn't need to be a star. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, he's he's a perfect number two. I mean, not as a, a henchman per se, but yeah, he's definitely your uh he he could be your Shindo. He's Sonata. I mean, he's yeah. Sonata. Yuma, you could say Miyahara's Naito and Yume Oyagi Shingo. Jake Lee is literally Sonata. Like gift wrapped. <laughs> just this guy. Just some dude who can work. <laughs> yeah. Let's the other guys do their stuff. Just some dude who can work. Very true. Very true. I, I think if, if I have an opportunity, that's how I try to take him. I want him as a package where I can get him in a faction right off the bat and establish him. Yeah. Um, we are Japan. taking – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. I just – that was going as that. But but I'm going to throw this to you now. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. the last company we're going to talk about before we're heading off uh, in, in Puro – um, is New Japan correct? Yeah. With them coming off, uh, you know, or coming with Russell Kingdom 17, with Okada and Jay White, with Osprey and Omega, um, <laughs> and you have Keiji Muto, you know, kind of coming across, you know, being in, in that tag match against LIJ um, there. A lot of big matches. This card has definitely picked up. You know, of course, we got the junior match. Uh, you know, Bone Soldier himself, you know, mm-hmm. taking on the best of what New what Japan has to offer. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you shit on him, but, I mean, he's he's like my Yoshihashi, where I was like, oh, <laughs> never pick guy. But then you yeah. watch him, and you it grows on you, and Watto grows on you. Uh, the hair even as well, but. Lots of media. But with constantly winning the strap, with Jay White possibly on his way out and, and showing up in San Antonio in a few weeks, possibly, and with, you know, I don't know, 
someone possibly taking that bullet club, uh, you know, position over. Where, where, where do you see New Japan riding on the back of Okada? Who do you see as the next breakout star that could possibly draw money? We've seen Osprey, we've seen Shingo, uh, there's Omega, depending on, on how this match goes with Will Osprey. Um, at Russell Kingdom, do we see more of him? Where, where do you see the overall picture of, of New Japan, of not only just kind of being on the back burner, per se, it seems like, just because it seems like the same old shit, mm-hmm. um, but, of course, Road and them trying to build stardom and the new IWGP women's you know title currently held by, by Kyrie. I mean, do, do we finally see 2023 as, as New Japan kind of gaining that, that mainstream that they've been wanting and fighting for the last five or six years and getting that Western expansion love final. I think this year, new Japan feels like new Japan again. Um, I think last year they thought that they were going to get the crowds back that could cheer and fill venues. And that's why I think they had Okada beat Shingo for the title mm-hmm. is because if, if you're going to sell out buildings, you're, you're going to put, the money on your your ace who's going to sell those buildings. It didn't happen. They cooled it off and put it on Jay White so they could divert attention. Now I think they're going to do round two. Okada wins the title, you know, back-to-back G1s. And I think they ride Okada. And I think Okada, depending, obviously depending who and what happens, I think this is, this is the year we we see 2017, maybe not the exact, but closer to that Okada again. I think, I, I you know what? I who's his big? Who's going to be his big rival in 2023? Oh, uh, I, I think. Do we get him and Kenny again? That would be awesome. He he needs to get his win back. So why not? You know, he he get his win back against Kenny. I think that you should just let Jay White walk. I I'm a Jay White guy. I've I've been a Mark, but he's just cool off to me. I'm not hyped for him and Okada. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm sick of forty minute matches that have nothing that come of it with Jay White. I just don't want to see it I anymore. Watch anymore. You know, he. I think he'd be perfect for Raw because then that way he can just have 10-minute sprints, and he's great at that. Mm-hmm. So if you want to put him there, go ahead and put him there. I think we're going to get more AEW crossover stuff because I think they're going to be more prepared for it. There's not all these injured people. I think we're going to mm-hmm. get Brian Danielson into the G1, which is going to be epic as hell. Uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of good things that, that are going to come from – from this year. Um, I think we're going to get more Aussie open, which is going to help their tag. I mean, they they were such a difference in making the tag league enjoyable this year. I think they're already oh. testing the waters out, as we said, with Bushi and Sonata working all Japan and Gleet in the same week, where they're testing the waters of working together with their companies, you know, Yuji Nagata in all Japan. And that's where I think there is a good chance that they bring some of these people kind of over to to maybe do some matches where we might get something crazy. I think there's a chance we get 
we get a better chance of the Noah type show that we wanted um, this mm-hmm. year as well. Like I think, I think oh, New Japan okay. knows they have to. They can't just ride on the the 2017 Kenny or Kazuchika Okada run like they did the last few years. They know now they mm-hmm. got to recreate that. And I mean, Okada is going to be the, the first guy to go put the title on me. I'll get us back to where you don't have to worry about it. And he'll do it. I think if you need to pick a breakout guy that's going to maybe get a title run, I'm not saying he's going to get a run, but if you want my dark my my dark horse that's going to win the G1 next year is Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, I love it. Love that pick. I mean, he's already I, got a New Japan and he's had enough matches with Okada where if he beats him, it wouldn't seem weird because it's at some point he's got to beat him. Didn't he beat Okada in one of those tournaments? Not, beat him in not, the new... title, not in a title match, though. No, 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 no. Yeah, not not title. But... Um, huh. I also wouldn't be shocked if Osprey got another run with the title. Do you think there's more importance to Omega Osprey than Okada White in the yeah, overall picture? It hasn't happened yet, and I think Osprey has become such a vital part of New Japan to the point, like, when you see these end-of-year awards come out, like most popular wrestlers, he's up there with the Okada and Naitos and Tanahashi Whoa. now. You know, you're seeing Osprey on those lists, um, you know, that Tokyo Sports is, is polling fans. By the way, the last couple of years, the, o- the only women's wrestler that made the top 10, um, that or, or made it, they were number 11 that didn't make a top 10, uh, was Starlight Kid last year, Oh which wow. is really cool. Um, forgot to mention that earlier, but I just, I feel like this is the year New Japan gets gets back on track. I think things start opening up because Japan yeah. knows at some point you can't just shelter everything and hope it goes away. It's it's the new flu. It's never going to go away in our life. And the fact that <laughs> you know people are starting to figure out it's the the flu might be more dangerous. So at some point you just got to you just got to you just got to go on with your life. And I, Japan's the only place that hasn't figured it out because they're so disciplined. They they're fine with staying their way, and it's cool. Like I'm not dogging them, you know. I I respect their their the discipline over there. I loved it when I was there for two weeks, but at some point you got to open up and let these companies be what they need to be, just for the sake of the economy too and spending money. And I think we're gonna start seeing these venues do it, and we're gonna start seeing cheering fans, and it's gonna feel like 2019 again and not 2020 or 2021 oh, or 2022. We'll take that. We will definitely take that. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, they got to look at America and Canada and Mexico and England. They're all running shows with normal fans, and it's it's going fine. So with the rumor looking to run more house shows and more events uh, this year, especially with Jeff Jarrett kind of taking over um, that aspect of the business, um, you know, with their touring. Do you see them doing a not a lot, but like a few, you know, quote unquote super shows with New Japan? Yes, I think they're going to. I think I think we're going to get a Forbidden Door too, which 
Um, after being disappointed and thoroughly happy with it, we have to go to number two. After going, God, this show doesn't look that good. Maybe we shouldn't go into going, holy shit, that might be the best American wrestling show I've ever seen in my life. So I, I have to attend night two. Uh, but once again, for Door, you just got some competition with Final Gate and potentially what it's going to start an hour. <laughs> like, it's crazy to think about. And Final Battle. I, like, Final Battle is, gonna, is now on my list, too. Like, December just might drop three of my top five shows that weren't there 11, for the first 11 months. Like, suddenly, somebody's got to kick rocks. The Final Battle was, was incredible. Um, let's do this, Alex, because we only have three minutes left until we, we get kicked. Um, I wanted to just... I wanted to talk to the American companies too, ROH, AW, WWE, maybe Game Changer. Why don't we package the America preview with the Noah thing on Saturday? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, maybe I really. Oh, he's there. I was like, maybe I really lost him this time. Sorry, I didn't get um, that last part up. I was gonna say so. So we talked New Japan, All Japan, Stardom. Yep. We we didn't get into DDT or, or anything like that, but I mean we've kind of fell off a little bit with DDT. Um, why don't we on Saturday after we preview Noah, since we only got two minutes before we both get kicked off here too? Why yep. don't we do the American previews um, after the Noah preview on Saturday? Perfect, depending so on Saturday, the time. Yeah, that I it, have. Yeah, barring everything working. Um, then we can get into ROH, Game Changer, WWE, AEW, shit like that. Mm-hmm. No, that that sounds like a plan, uh, especially with that Noah show. But you got to get ready for your stardom, Queen. Yeah, forty-five minutes show. And I have to uh, get ready for for work, so not <laughs> now, but also happy um, time. Um, to put on the list. Uh, for uh, matches of the year, recommendation came in. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a stream for it. Otherwise, the whole show actually looks pretty good. Four thousand so like thirty six bucks. But uh, seedling of the year twenty two. It's the final seedling show um, from Cork and Hall. Uh, this took place uh, this morning. Um, it is, as oh. I said, uh, on SeedlingLive.com as a pay-per-view. Uh, but apparently the main event, Hiroyo Matsumoto defending the Beyond the Sea title against Arisa Nakajima was incredible. Oh. Uh, also on the show, Mukitsukase, Rokoko Kawahara, and Yubihiko Hara against La Freja de Iwatisakas, uh, Asuka Makoto, and Mima Shimoda. You and Ayami Sasamura in a tag against Ryo Mizunami and Itsuki Aoki and Misa Karuga and Hikano, Hanako Nakanori, Mikami against Amazon, uh, Kikeru Sekiguchi against Keiho Matsushita, and Yukio Masahiro and Riko Kaiju against Neo Ishikawa and Chi Azora. So six-match show, oh, wow. but apparently this main event is tremendous. So I'm going to see if I can get a link or find a way to watch it. Otherwise, um, if it's that good, maybe I'm just going to get that too so we can have another thing to check out before we do our final awards. But they're going to boot it. Yeah, and I've, in a second. Of, I've never heard of any of those wrestlers, so that'll be even more interesting. <laughs> Rio Mizunami does uh, AEW. She's the one who came in with the red hair that was with uh, Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura, okay. Yeah, I was about to say that name sounded a little familiar, but. Uh, you's come up a few times tonight. She is uh, in 7-Up. Yeah, she's uh, going to be coming up. 
uh, Asuka or Veni, whatever you want to call her. She's the one who wrestled Mao in that one light tube death match. Yep. Um, so we've seen her. And then uh, Hiroyo Matsumoto, uh, big, big time veteran, and Arisa Nakajima is really talented too. Nakajima's 33 years old. She is one of the best wrestlers not in stardom. She's the one I'm hoping is X tonight. <laughs> one of the X's. Um, oh, but, nice. Hell yeah. Um, we will be in touch with y'all on, on for Saturday. Uh, Alex, thank you for tonight. Glad we were able to do this. This shit rocked. This is a great show tonight. Can't wait to preview Noah. And also um, see how we preview American wrestling compared to Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot more, more vengeance, I would say, coming up on the state side. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you all on Saturday. Have a good one.